0: Where's the best place to buy tires?
1: Where's the best repair shop for my hybrid?
0: Questions about your car? Drive into Dobbs. With more than 40 locations, our team of technicians will get the job done right the first time.
1: For deals you can use, click on go to Dobbs.com now.
0: Get your ride ready for spring driving with Dobbs Spring Break Deals. Money saver deals you can use on Goodyear, Pirelli, Cooper, Michelin, and General Tires. Expert auto service too. Click on go to Dobbs.com for spring break deals now.
3: The Rizzuto Show Podcast, powered by Dobbs. Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers are hiring
2: now with 42 stores. Apply at Go to Dobbs.com today. All right, let's hit it. Listener discretion is advised. Zudo. Zudo. Hey! Good morning, everybody. Wow, that was awesome. That was a good one. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Bank that one for later.
2: <laughs> uh, good morning, Liv. Yeah. Oh, that was like uh, really.
5: That was booming.
2: That was a booming. <laughs> oh. They
5: call that a gang vocal.
2: An
4: excellent
5: studio gang vocal.
2: mm, Is that
4: what they're calling it these days?
2: Oh come on, guys. That's (laughs) that's actually what it's called. It is Freak of the Week (laughs) Thursday. Yeah, (laughs) and Liv is here, so I bring the freaky. uh, And you know, St. Patrick's Day is tomorrow.
4: Oh, that's right. I don't know
2: if anything has anything to do with anything else, but okay. How you plan on celebrating tomorrow?
4: Uh, Honestly, I forgot tomorrow was St. Patrick's Day, so that's where I'm at.
2: that's incredible.
4: You know what? I don't know. What kind of Irish person are you? I'm only a little bit Irish. A Little sprinkle.
2: I guess you know what. <laughs> oh, I guess I got to play this. Since I'm not going to be here tomorrow, talk amongst yourselves.
5: What's this? Okay. What are you? Got? Hey. What could he be playing? Are these uh, are some, the, some
4: little Irish jig
5: is about yeah, to happen? Yeah, I hope so. Some it's, nice, beautiful Irish. Maybe the music. horn section. The the Irish. We gotta get
4: bagpipes.
5: No. Oh. And I, I you I know what I'm playing? More, I think that's more sc- Scottish,
2: but You know what I'm playing? You too? No, I'm not playing the cranberries. You too. No. Uh No, it's a story about a leprechaun. Uh, no, a
5: about a leprechaun. Oh. Oh, <laughs> yes. I am unfamiliar. So oh, oh no, you have yeah. to have heard about this.
2: The this guy, is I mean,
5: important. the 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 leprechaun flute that was that was that a was passed down from his grandfather's grandfather. He was in a tree.
2: A leprechaun <laughs> was found in the neighborhood. On. What?
5: You don't remember this? There I don't was know, a, maybe. There was well, even me, a sketch.
2: Let, let me, me refresh your memory. Okay. Curiosity leads to large crowds in Mobile's Crichton community. Many of you bring binoculars, camcorders, even camera phones to take pictures. To me, it looked like a leprechaun. To me, I got to do Look up in the tree.
5: Who else in the leprechaun say, yeah? Yeah. yeah.
2: Eyewitnesses say the leprechaun only comes out at night. Others find it hard to believe and have come up with their own theories and explanations for the image. Could
0: be a crackhead <laughs> that got hold to the wrong stuff. And it told him to get up in a tree and play a leprechaun.
2: This guy helping to direct traffic says he's prepared for his encounter with the leprechaun. He's suited up from head to toe. This is
3: a special leprechaun flute. I just came to help out. Others just came to get (laughs) lucky in hopes a pot of gold may be buried under this tree.
1: I'm gonna run a backhoe and uproot that tree. I, wanna I, to I, I want to know where to go. I want to go.
5: Give me the go. I want to go.
1: This is Brian Johnson, NBC 15 News.
2: Uh-huh.
5: That's incredible. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, dude, they're <laughs> a <laughs> really good day over there. That was a real news story that was absolutely incredible. Well,
2: and the leprechaun flute, just you know, is was like a piece of scaffolding.
5: Yeah, yeah, it was a piece of steel. But like uh, the, the <laughs> even even funnier. The uh, the news, <laughs> the news. It goes back to the the anchors, and they're both kind of kind of laughing. And they're like, "But we do have a sketch of the leprechaun, and it is." I'm trying to find it. It is one of the it's it's one of the greatest you know sketch renderings. Here it is, right here. Look at this.
2: That's <laughs> oh, it. I
4: have seen that. but you've yeah, seen the, the context on of it. Yeah,
2: you've seen that on shirts. Amateur, and it things. says amateur sketch. <laughs> It almost looks, it looks like like an acorn. It, yeah. Well,
5: yeah, it's a nin- it's a ninja turtle with a uh, like an acorn hat on.
4: That's on par with that video of that uh, bear sighting reenactment where somebody grabbed like a cardboard cutout of a bear and they just ran it across the screen. Like you could see the yeah. person
5: behind the bear. <laughs> and and they made the news.
2: Yes. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so yes, happy St. Patrick's Day tomorrow, tomorrow. everybody. Tomorrow.
5: <laughs> Give me the gold.
2: Yeah, I want a gold. Uh yeah, I'm I'm uh I'm, I'm leaving town, you know, tomorrow. So I'm, I'm going to miss I'm going to miss uh, You're going to miss St. Patrick's us. Day. Yeah, I'm going to Mexico to celebrate St. Patrick's Day mm. as I normally do. Mm-hmm. As a real Irish person would do. That's go to right. Mexico.
4: <laughs> going to Ireland on Cinco de Mayo?
2: Yep. <laughs> That's what I like to do. I, I like to swim the other way.
5: Mm. Man, I thought you were going for a totally different reason to Mexico yeah I thought you were going there to celebrate something else <laughs> my, my birthday you're missing my birthday oh uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs>
2: birthdays on the uh 20th?
5: It's on Mon- yeah it's on Monday I think or Tuesday <laughs> oh, yeah' that is Monday is that Monday yeah it's on
2: Monday yeah well happy birthday buddy
5: thanks man mm. get out <laughs>
2: yeah I'll have uh, a uh, birthday
5: I'll leave I'll for you.
2: a cocktail on the beach <laughs> and honor your birthday I will go for moon
5: I appreciate that yeah. thank you
2: and then go back into my whatever drunken stupor sitting on the beach <laughs> Then I'll be in
5: hopefully uh, are you planning on doing anything while you're down there by the way no. like no excursions planned nah, legitimately no. you're just I kind of i don't
2: know i don't know i told everybody leave me alone for 3 days mhm leave dad just <laughs> let me just let me just be and then on the 4th day maybe <laughs>
5: And maybe on we'll, the fourth day, maybe
2: we'll talk about doing something.
5: <laughs> I like it. I like it. We're, we're doing a vacation in a in a couple of weeks, months, whatever it is. And uh, we've actually said this is going to be the first one we go in with no plans. We're, we're just going to try to actually just take a
2: breath and sit down. Yeah, I don't like I don't like we to do go nothing. in with a plan. Well, the plan is to just you know.
5: Sometimes Decompress. you have to. Sometimes you have to though. If you're going down there with large groups or like in spring break time right now and all that, those excursions phew,
2: fill oh, up. Oh yeah. yeah, and you're and, and, and probably when we get to where we're going, yeah, they give you pamphlets and they go, "Well, what do you want to do? You want to cut a around rod? Do you want to go?" Yeah, they're going to tell you trip? all
5: all that's left on day you four sir,
1: is parasailing,
2: You want to go? You going to go with s- the turtles?
1: You got to schedule the appointment with them to go sit there, and they're going to go over everything with you that you can buy extra.
2: Oh no, I don't. I don't play that game.
1: That's the funniest thing.
2: Hey, just give us ninety minutes.
1: Mm-hmm. Just give
2: us 90 <laughs> Real minutes. Quick. we'll give you a couple free sp- uh, spa coupons. Yeah. Don't worry. Okay. No thanks. No thank you. I'm gonna go to the beach.
5: Well, I hope you parasail, man. I really am not.
2: Yeah, I'm definitely. Is relaxing not doing that. as it gets. I'm definitely not doing.
5: I got a free coupon.
2: But I've been, uh, I've been uh, to like a resort uh, during like a holiday, like you know St. Patrick's Day. And uh, you know they'll celebrate down there.
5: They do it up. Yeah,
2: yeah. I mean I'm, they'll they'll do what they can do. Which is which is whatever they have like corned beef. <laughs> oh, food wise, <laughs> they'll oh, okay. serve corned beef. Maybe have some Guinness on tap. Gotcha. Uh, you know the uh, the the uh, resort staff will be you know dressed in green.
5: They don't go farther than that, huh? I mean, I just know that like uh, the the capitalization of these these things I and mean, what we've done to Cinco de Mayo and all that. And I told you that experience when we played when Goldfinger played in Panama, the country, not the city, uh, and the reason we played down there is because they were, uh, I think it was Miller, uh, was trying to do 4th of July in Panama, like take the American holiday, yeah, yeah. American That's Independence funny. Day, and make it this huge, lucrative holiday down there. So we played, and it was wild. We're in i just seen the Panama Canal. I go over to the show, and it's on this big old pier sort of area, and red, white, and blue, and fireworks, and people like... Waving, uh, you know, like uh, red, white, and blue flags, mm-hmm. and it was, it was a, a yeah, whole we were thing. Yeah, we
2: were in Mexico for a Fourth of July once, and uh, uh, at the at the resort we were at, uh, the staff was, you know, dressed in red, white, and blue. There was an Uncle Sam,
5: <laughs> and right. they served
2: American food.
5: That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. yeah hot that, dogs. It was American beer and American <laughs> punk rock. It was like... They, they served hot
2: dogs. July. Was, oh, we have an American food buffet. go, whoa, okay, hot dogs. I was okay. in
5: Kosovo
1: on July 4th, and kid you not, it was America Mini. They had flags everywhere, they did fireworks, they did everything. Wow. No so, ju- so, yeah, so well, like, it's just like it's, yeah. here in yeah. celebrate Senco de Mayo.
4: Yeah, I guess I, I just guess. never thought other countries
1: I know. Well, they jumped did the, on the street. They were rescued and, you know, they were saved, and like we went over there and. Fought off uh,
2: what group? Or was that? they're just trying to capitalize yeah. and sell some. One of those. Yeah, the Panama thing was. Sell some red, was, white, and blue things. It was a
5: beer fest, and it was awesome.
2: Well, if you're planning on boozing it up tomorrow, uh, you're actually in the minority. So, 44 percent of people plan to celebrate St. Patrick's Day one way or another, but only around a third of people will be drinking, and and roughly a third of Americans never drink, by the way. Now, those of us who are drinking tomorrow are gonna. More than make up for the third that don't drink. So for people who do plan to drink, beer is a top choice by far. 70% will drink some beer tomorrow. Uh, 34% will buy some hard alcohol. 29% will drink wine. drinks wine on St. Patrick's Day? Come on.
5: Wine drinkers.
2: Oh, mm-hmm. uh, 17% hard seltzers? Okay. Almost a third of younger drinkers plan to buy the hard seltzers. Uh, American lagers like Budweiser and Coors. Top beers we'll be drinking. Half a beer drinkers will reach for those. 31% will go for the stouts like Guinness. And Irish beers always see a huge bump around St. Patrick's Day. Normally, Guinness is the 17th best-selling beer in the U.S., uh, but in March, that jumps to 9th. Now, where you live can predict what kind of beer you're drinking. So Midwesterners here, we're, we're going to drink uh, drink us some Pilsners. People in the Northeast love their IPAs. And folks out west are more likely to uh, drink imported stuff like, like Corona.
5: Nobody's hitting <clears> the ales. isn't that? I mean, that's that's more Irish.
2: No, that, that was not the number one beer.
5: Interesting. That's pretty well. So, in, so we're going to drink, regions. but we're going to drink what we
2: like. Well, yeah. That's <laughs> yeah, just another excuse to get drunk. Yeah. yeah. Speaking of getting drunk, man, this guy that was trying to get on the plane, and I don't know where this was at. What aer- Do you know what aer- airport this was at? Oh, no, I didn't see that. the one we saw yesterday.
5: Yeah, the one I was showing you. I did not see where that was from. Although, uh, I mean, it was a big, expensive ticket. So I think he was going from coast to coast.
2: Well, there is a video floating around of a drunk passenger getting tased by police at an airport. And uh, the man was, I mean, the man was having a moment.
5: We can't say that he was drunk necessarily. Three margaritas.
2: I mean,
3: like,
5: well, it that depends could do on it. how
2: big the margaritas are. Yeah. They could be fish Empty bowls. stomach?
5: They, they didn't ask. He, <laughs> didn't, he didn't specify.
2: I had three margaritas, but each margarita was in a fish bowl. So the man was, was verbally abusive, let's just say, and he was screaming obscenities. Uh, they asked him, the police asked him how much he had to drink. Here's the answer. Uh, and then the moment they had to tase him. For fighting with the police. About three margaritas.
3: About
6: three margaritas. Yeah, you got a problem with that? Uh, uh, listen, no. listen, I'm on a flight. Hey, I paid two hey. thousand dollars to be on. There's no reason to arrest me. Turn around now. All right. Why? Hey. Hey.
5: <laughs> By the way, wow. the only person you can hear in the video, except for the police officers, is the guy. Until he gets tased, and then there's then you realize there's a crowd around, they all go, oh! Yeah. <laughs> that's when everybody's participating at this point.
2: Yeah, that's uh, three margaritas versus, uh, you know, a worth of uh, anger.
5: He did, yeah, yeah, he's he's bummed out. And I, f- I forgot why, or if it even showed why he wasn't allowed on the plane. I don't know if it was, uh, I was too late. would imagine he was
2: being a dick and they wouldn't let him on the plane.
5: Yeah, I don't know. I didn't see that because the 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 very beginning he's kind of calm, but he does make a point, and he's like, "Why, you know, uh, why is it a big deal if I had three margaritas? If there's a bar in the airport, there's a bar right there. Like, I isn't that yeah, follow have, that logic? Kind, kind of a, isn't
2: this part your to fault? Have a drink to take the <laughs> edge off, right? Not to get hammered.
5: Yeah, he made a great point yeah. until he started yelling and cursing. And if, man, if you'd have played it cool, arrest. he
1: would have been sound asleep in like ten minutes.
2: Right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. just. Be Just be cool, cool man. man. Just be cool. Get on the plane. Live by this one rule. Put your seat back.
5: One rule. Four words. Just be cool. Just be man. cool.
4: I like that he brought up the two thousand dollar ticket. Like, like if it was a two hundred dollar ticket, would he have been like, "Yeah, I get it"? But it was the <laughs> fact that it was two thousand. I paid two thousand dollars.
2: Where's he going for two grand? um it was it was i i want to think he was going where is he going for two grand that is an expensive ticket
5: I know he was going back from somewhere he did specify that let me is let me look up the full video
2: ticket yeah he got ripped off unless he went last minute or he's flying first class oh or he's flying one of those uh those uh emirates you see that airline emirates
5: no yeah you talking about uh over like Dubai and all that
2: yeah and their first class is like real first class. Like, get caviar and champagne and you have her in a little pod and you could sleep. They have showers and... Dang. I can imagine that being expensive. But yeah, I don't know where this guy was flying to.
5: Um, I'm going to find...
2: I've never seen that at an airport. I've, fl- I've flown a lot. I've never, never seen anything like that. Never seen yelling? No.
5: Um, I was there for one of those mass cancellations and I, saw some, I saw some people... Chirping.
2: Well, and they take it out on the airline employees, you know, the people at the gate, and it's clearly not right. their fault. They're <laughs> not making the calls. They're not making those calls. Not it not just sucks that they're the first people that angry people see. And I guess you have to have a pretty thick skin. I couldn't be, do it. To be a gate agent.
5: <laughs> they're calling them the three margarita man. <laughs> <laughs> you have to have
2: a pretty thick skin to be a gate agent. Yeah. Because you got to stand there and take it. And every once in a while, you'll see an agent snap. Every once in a while, you'll see an agent snap and fight back, and either verbally or physically.
5: Looks like this was at uh, DFW. So huh. he was down in Dallas. But where the heck was he headed?
2: Margaritaville.
4: Maybe he was so drunk, he didn't even know how much yeah. he paid. Yeah. Probably and he not. was
5: just pulling it out he of his no butt. He has no idea. Margaritaville ain't that far. $2,000. Gee whiz. Yeah, that, this all happened at Dallas. In yeah, like Dallas I have World.
2: no idea. We're flying tomorrow, and I have no idea Dang. how much we paid. My wife.
5: It is wild, though. You have to really like specify f- to find this particular story because if you just put "man tased at airport," oh man, a lot of guys <laughs> apparently get tased at airports <laughs> more than you think.
1: <laughs> hey Riz, can I borrow your credit card real quick? I got us a flight from Orlando to Morocco uh, on Emirates first class, and it's yeah. only uh, twenty two thousand eight hundred eight dollars. One ticket, what a bargain. Well, both
2: ways, yeah, combined. Oh, okay, okay. so round trip. That's wow. a great deal. Yeah. Yeah. So twenty two grand.
1: Yeah, reasonable. Yeah, they give free
2: drinks.
4: Three margaritas. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, so you have three margaritas and your own little pod. That's yeah, amazing.
5: Oh, apparently there was like an issue with him carrying on two bags. Mm. That's a no no. That'll set you off. No, no. Well, he's, he's saying that I have two effing bags that American Airlines says you can effing have, the man said. American Airlines allows one carry on and one personal item on domestic flights. Uh, I guess they were asking him to check it, and, and, and he would have oh, to pay for it. Yeah. And maybe that's, maybe that's what set him off.
4: Huh. Yeah, and I don't know what American Airlines flight is going to cost $2,000. <laughs> it's American.
2: Yeah, yeah, I don't yeah know. How, many, how many
5: bags did he check before that?
2: I don't know, but he ain't getting on that flight. Mm-mm. And he got a, a taste of the taser. <laughs> Get, <on> the <laughs> Get him,
1: let it stop it. Get him,
2: cuff him. Yep. Oh, I got to, listen, just to be fair, I have a woman, too.
5: Stop. That was in San Antonio. (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
2: There is a a mother of four who's uh, gone viral for sharing the name she chose for her son. Uh, So, and this is a pretty sad kind of story. Um, The family dog passed away right before the baby was born. And uh, the mom decided to name the kid after the dog. Oh, man, I hope it's something cool. Yep. Indiana Fido. No, and the mom's getting taken heat for it. So the dog was Miles. M Y L E S. Oh. Oh, that's a that's a good name.
4: totally normal. Okay,
2: cool. And the uh, yeah, dog was Miles, and she named the kid Miles.
5: Yeah, it was no longer reserved.
2: Well, p- people are saying it's weird. Okay. Lost our baby two days before we, uh, so lost our first baby, which was the dog, two days before we had our last baby. <laughs> Pretty sure they have the same soul. Dog Miles, kid Miles. Is it weird?
5: Nah, Slightly. I mean, but yeah, whatever. I mean, naming a kid is weird in general. Right? I mean, it's it's everything and it's nothing. What's in a name?
2: Well, everybody's always got their opinions when it comes to naming Oh yeah, naming a kid.
5: That's what I mean. I mean, it, it's, I don't know. I'm with Liv. It's, it's a little weird because it's a little different, but at the same time, this is your kid. What, what, what does anybody else care? And it's, uh, listen, it's not, it's not something
2: wild. In the grand scheme of things, no, it does not matter, but everybody has their opinions.
5: I think it's stranger that you named a dog Miles to begin with. Think about that one. <laughs> that's not a terrible dog name. Miles? I didn't say it was, decent, yeah. say it was terrible. I'm just saying it's, you know, that's far that's farther off than naming the kid, Miles. You know, that's like a, 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 my, my buddy. He really wants to have a dog. He plans on having a dog just so he can name it Jason because he thinks that's the funniest thing. He could be yelling out of his back door, Jason! Yeah, I know someone with a cat named Kevin. Yeah, I, I, so <laughs> so Miles is kind of along that tone, you know?
2: I have a dog named Cat. <laughs>
5: Why does that not surprise me?
2: <laughs> um Yeah, I mean it's 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 better than naming the kid like, you know, Rainbow Princess Sparkles, you know.
5: Because that's too Cuz that's common. the
2: dog's name. Oh, oh okay. Or Bubblegum. I thought Pretzel. I thought you were just trying to avoid, you know, too many kids
5: in, in the same class. Rainbow team.
2: Princess Sparkles.
5: <laughs> having the same name.
2: RIP. Now that's what name of the the kid. That's the new kid yeah, I don't think I don't think it's 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 yeah, it's in Ah. It's a little weird. It's a little weird. Honestly, it's, I, would, I would not do this. It's a little strange.
4: Yeah, how would you feel if your parents were like, oh, we named you after our dog? Would you think that was sweet or weird if that, like, that was your name? I
2: guess they really love the dog.
6: Yeah. So you didn't name me sense.
2: after grandma or grandpa? Nah, we named you after the dog. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, we, uh, we waited until our son was born. To even tell anybody. I think we told, uh, my wife and I told our parents. That was it. And even that was like, ooh, should we even tell anybody? Like, what, we're going to name the kid?
5: That was a big deal to you. You didn't
2: want anybody Hmm. weighing in. I didn't want anybody weighing in because everybody's got their freaking opinions.
4: I don't see why anybody would think it was okay to give their opinion. On your own child's name.
5: Oh, man. Because, especially grandparents. Grandparents, too. And honestly, so as, as like a, as a future grandparent, uh, I mean, I'm sure I'll have opinions.
2: But you will
4: know? you share them? Like, that's uh, your child's you know, child. Sure. <laughs> My
2: wife and I have, you know, very close families. Very loud, boisterous Italian and Russian families who like to give their opinions on everything.
5: Yeah, I mean, I don't think there's anything wrong with an opinion within, within a family, even if you're totally... I mean, even if you're a little bit off base, whatever. Like, you know, if, if you can't your if you can't feel safe like sharing your ridiculousness with your family, then then where? Who can? can you?
2: Who can you share your ridiculousness? Yeah, you know what
5: I mean. And I'm and I'm not them. like I'm not advocating for people to butt in other people's business. But if it's your family, feel safe to be stupid. And sometimes sharing your opinion. Yeah, I, is value, stupid, time, sometimes I value. Sometimes maybe it
2: helps. Family opinions—they may be wrong sometimes. <laughs> oh man, but. But you know uh a first you know a first kid is stressful as it is, you know more stressful on the on the you know woman obviously who's carrying the baby, but it's stressful all around you know for first time parents, I didn't need that heat,
5: yeah, and maybe our elders know something a little bit more uh than than we do and when we're young, and we want to name our son Aquaman or something like that maybe <laughs> maybe grandma knows that that's I don't know maybe not the best idea,
2: and the standard answer. is were uh, when somebody asked, um, hey, what you know? What do you name the kid? I go, none of your business, Rizzuto.
6: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: it's a pretty name. None of your business. You'll be surprised. And we didn't go with anything unusual. I mean, the kid's name is The Boy, which
5: mm-hmm. is... Yeah.
2: Yeah. The Boy Rizzuto. descriptive. Yeah.
4: You know what you're getting.
2: Yeah, we know what we're getting. Um... Did you for any of your kids did you wait to find out yep. or did you did you find out uh during the ultrasound or did you wait until the kid was born to find first out First
5: two found out for the ultrasound the rest of them Surprise? Surprise. Whoa. Uh, and and being that I have the experience of both experiences uh both were obviously incredible not taking anything away <laughs> from course. the experience of the first two. Uh but I actually I really preferred the surprise.
2: You did, huh? Hmm.
5: Really, yeah. like gambling, and who knows, and who knows if that was because I had experienced the other one before, and this was different. Of course, you know that's probably all weighing in there. But I really did enjoy uh, the moment, like you know, the the birth moment in a different sort of way, uh, not not knowing and like having emotions kind of pulled out of you. Uh, in an instant, rather than over the course of six months. So I don't whole. love
2: surprises. I don't. I don't love. Surprises. It
5: wasn't about surprises. It was about kind of like seeing what my nature would do. You know, what like what my natural reaction would. Yeah,
2: be. Yeah, I, I didn't care about that. I just want to know what to buy. Like I wanted to be prepared. <laughs> yeah, we had a,
5: yellow, a lot of yellow stuff.
2: I wanted to be prepared. You got to remember he had. 50 kids
1: already so yeah i know so you've got everything
5: (laughs) right i mean but the majority of things like that matter that are like big ticket items they're they're gender neutral they're car seats they're cribs they're that they're that kind of stuff and and who cares who cares if it's pink or blue for any of them like they don't know you're not going to know you're not even going to remember three years from now when you're trying to get rid of this stuff and donate it or find a relative that will take it no i i assure you it doesn't matter it doesn't matter it could all be Metallica gear. It could all be yellow. It, could, it doesn't matter. I assure you, it doesn't matter.
2: Well, I just, you know, I want to know if it was a boy or a girl. So, obviously, you know, the boy was first. So, you know, I signed him up for MMA classes.
6: <laughs> yeah, you did. I wanted to
2: get that out of the way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we, so I did that. You know, I wanted to be prepared. Oh,
5: honey, this isn't a college fund. This is for boxing this classes. This is for
2: boxing, yes. <laughs> This is for mixed martial arts. It's his future. Um but of course you get all these, you know, all these people come out of the woodwork, especially if uh, you're a first-time parent, you know, giving you advice. Yeah. Do you remember the one the one piece of advice that was uh more given than any other piece of advice? I'll tell you, I'll tell you. For the first one? For the first one, first-time parents, uh to one piece, and if I hear it again, I'm gonna punch somebody in the neck. It got to that point. Okay. It got to that point. God, what do you remember? I, I'll, I'll remember. Well, I remember the the one thing.
5: Well, you know, not to poke fun at my uh, circumstance and experience, but in my experience, it was you don't have to quit high school, man. Oh uh, well. Uh, <laughs> come on, if I can't laugh about it now, <laughs> <well>, yeah. <you know. laughs> and were they right? <laughs> Uh, yeah, I did end up finishing school. Thank goodness, nice. both okay. of us did. Yes, well, I'm very, we're very impressed with ourselves. Um, no, man, I don't, I don't, I don't remember because my circumstance was drastically different than yours. I'm sure.
2: Sleep when the baby sleeps. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's one okay. that you heard all oh, the time. All the time. Um, all the time.
5: Or or. But beforehand, it's like sleep while you can, sleep man. While you can. For the next ten years,
2: <laughs> I'm talking when the kid was born. Hey, sleep when the baby sleeps. Okay, that's plan on doing that. I'm not gonna throw a party when the baby sleeps. I'm gonna sleep when the baby sleeps. Can't you see we're both sleep deprived? This kid never sleeps. Of course, I'm gonna sleep. Did
5: you have a never sleeper? I had a never sleeper.
2: Oh, uh, the first kid was a never sleeper. uh the second kid was an always sleeper, which was awesome.
5: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had a couple good sleepers, one always sleeper, and my uh, my son, man, he had a—we uh, didn't even find out until later he had, like, acid reflux so bad, so he ne- he never slept through the night until, uh, like, 11 months. Oh, man. I mean, guys, it was— <sighs>
2: well, here, How'd they I, find I, out? So, so here are the—what did you say, Scott? Oh, nothing. Yeah. Here's some of the other ones I, you know, I remember. Um Here's what I did with my kids, and they turned out just fine. <laughs> Your kid robbed a bank last week. <laughs> or uh, But he's a good guy. Yeah, he's still alive. S- stop holding him so much, you'll spoil him. Remember that one? Yep. Or Please. Uh, <laughs> don't wait too long until you have another one. Or don't wait too long before you have another one. That was it. Don't wait too long before you have another one. Or uh, you're not holding him right. <laughs> or let him cry it out. Let them cry it out, or uh, you're just creating more problems for yourself down the road. Oh boy! Oof.
5: Now, see, the crazy thing is, some of those things might be right, but is Maybe. it at the time it, you don't but, want to hear? that Yeah, crap. but is it ever is it ever good to say or hear?
2: Uh, if you let them sleep in your bed, they'll never leave. <laughs> or it's probably colic. <laughs> oh man, it's probably colic. Oh, the the bed thing though, uh, like don't let them sleep in your bed. Yeah, we held, we held firm on that. Nope, mm-hmm. you're out.
5: The biggest uh, difference between my older two kids and the and the younger ones, one of those things that people were always like, you got to do this, you got to do this, you got to do this. That would probably be really annoying to people that didn't try it. Was the swaddling, dude. The Swaddling, where was that for my first two? Because man, that made all the difference. When I started listening to that, and I was an expert swaddler, I was, you know, like cocooning <laughs> like this burrito. kid. Up. Oh, dude, it was, <laughs> I was a pro showing other parents how to do it. And that made all the difference. Holy smokes. I wish I had known about that.
2: Huh. And that was swaddling, one of those things that I, was, what, a, I was a good swaddler. When that
5: really started getting going, every parent was telling you, you should be swaddling one arm out. This and that. You yeah. know, here's the style. Mm. And it's supposed to be like this. And I'll tell you what. That was a good. That was a good piece of advice.
2: I think I could still remember how to do it. Cause they had like swaddling. Uh, it was like a part of the class. They had like swaddling blankets uh, that had like a built-in pocket you put the kid's legs in. Oh wow, that's cheating! Cheating! cheating. That's <laughs> cheating! <laughs> we had just one long, like, yeah. like cloth. If you
5: can't tight roll your jeans, you shouldn't. You know, there's no elastic. Like that's cheating. That's that's the shortcut.
2: Do people still go to Lamaze class? Is that a thing?
5: You know, I don't know. There's got to be some sort of like class that involves the breathing techniques and yeah. the swaddling techniques and all that. I it's feel probably-
4: like I have friends that are like I have to go to my birthing class. Yeah, they it must don't be- necessarily call it Lamaze, but a birthing class. That yeah. was
2: always like an '80s, uh, '90s sitcom thing. Yeah.
5: Like, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Every I, I, movie had that
2: in there, like a Lamaze class. Mm-hmm. I don't know if people even doing that, I'd even do that anymore. I guess they call it a birthing class. Yeah, uh, we went to. Um, Somebody recommended going to one of those classes, and we went and we were there for five minutes and went, This sucks.
5: Oh, Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, that was stupid. There was a program at a hospital because, again, we were in high school. There was a program at a high school that did it for free, and uh, we we went in there. Oh, man, that was rough. You know, been judged by been judged by my family, been judged by my church, been judged by my school. Oh, cool! Here's strangers in a hospital. Why are these space. children here? It was rough, it's man. Supposed to be a they, just, they looked at us like, ugh oh,
2: look at well, these guys. Back to the dog thing, real quick, um, man. And this is some earth shattering news in the dog world. For the first time in 30 years, the Labrador Retriever is not America's number one dog. For the first time in 30 years
5: There's been a lot of uh,
2: The American Kennel Club Put out their list of the most popular dog breeds In the US in, in, In 2022 Based on registration stats And for the first time In 30 years The Labrador Retriever is not America's number one dog Down to number two What is number one?
1: It's gotta be the pit Seems like everyone gets a pit and that's more of our area. Okay. It
2: is not the pit the pit bull. Yeah, that's more. Uh, a, is it is a pit bull a purebred thing or is that? It's a blend, right? Or is that a, these terriers? are all purebreds.
5: Yeah, I'm not sure. Oh, okay. Okay. A golden is this like a terrier? terrier
2: of some sort? Golden retrievers number three.
5: Okay, golden doodle. Ooh, that's nah, a mix. It's not, oh, okay. oh, so that's not officially on the regist- uh, registrar. We're
2: talking purebreds.
5: Um, okay, if it's not a black lab, then it's probably small. And by the
2: way, and by the way, um, so the Labrador Retriever has been the number one dog for 31 straight years. Before that, it was the Cocker Spaniel. And the Cocker Spaniel is not even in the top 10 anymore. Dang.
5: It's because they're mean.
2: We had a Cocker Spaniel growing up. In my experience, the
5: the only ones I've known have been mean, man. Um, not in a bad way necessarily, just like territorial. So if you're not, not in the family.
2: Yeah, yeah, you're, so you're Sam and our back. dog. Uh,
5: um, okay, how about... What's the
2: number one? I mean, these things are all over the place. I know
5: Aussies are as popular as it gets right now. German Shepherd. Uh,
2: German Corgis. Shepherd is number four. I'm going to say Dachshund. Corgi, not in the top ten. Is it a Terrier? Not in the top 20.
5: Is it a Terrier of some sort?
2: Uh, no, I'm sorry. The Pembroke Welsh Corgi is number 11. Uh, is what it did you say? Is it a
5: ter- I, said German- I said Aussie. An Australian yeah. Shepherd.
2: Australian Shepherd is number twelve. Border Collie. Border Collie. Not in the top twenty.
5: Um, is it a sport dog like a like a herding dog? Definitely not. Chihuahua. <laughs> Definitely not. Okay. Well then, let's Chihuahua, go. No. Bulldog. French Bulldog.
2: French Bulldog is your number one <gasps> dog. <in
5: America>. <laughs> 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 Definitely not. I was like, oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, those are cute, dude. There's a cute, but don't they have so many oh, they have so and many issues. health problems,
2: and uh, you know they're saying, "Hey, please don't breed these things." Yeah, I know.
5: There's groups that are trying to like eradicate the the, the breed because it's so unfair.
2: Like, enjoy what you have. Yeah. But these things are you know, have all sorts of health problems.
5: Yeah, I don't mean like eradicate, like in the breed, as in,
2: like kill them all. I just mean like stop, stop, stop breeding these things. Stop, yeah. Because they have like uh, we have some neighbors across the street who have two two French bulldogs and. One of them had to have surgery already
6: mm-hmm.
2: for breathing problems. This thing would be walking down the street and be going. <laughs> <laughs>
5: That's you know perfect. what I'm talking about? I know really? what you're talking about. Yeah. It, it sucks too because like they're so awesome. Their personalities are so cool. They're such fun dogs. They they really are. They really are cute. And everyone that I've known has health issues.
2: They look like little monsters. They look like little creatures from uh, Mario yeah. Brothers. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs>
5: they're pretty cool though. Yeah, cool you gotta, dogs. You got to admit but, that.
2: Cool dogs, but uh, all, sorts of, all sorts of problems. But they are the number one dog in America now. Wow. So the Labrador Retriever's number who, two, Golden Retriever number three, German Shepherd number four. Can you give me number five? Can who you give has, me the top ten?
5: Who would have thought, though, that the Black Lab, after thirty, after three decades 31 years. being on top, would be knocked off by a French Bulldog? Like, not uh, yeah. something similar to, like, a Golden Retriever or any of those.
2: I'll tell you what. what's disappointing about it is. Last time I checked my watch, it still said America. And now we got a French (laughs) Bulldog as number one? Come on, man.
4: I wonder if that has to do with the fact that people, not as many people have houses with backyards, so it's like easier to have a smaller dog?
1: That's a good thought. Cheaper food.
4: Yeah,
2: Yeah, why did the the French Bulldog become so popular? What Kardashian has one? (laughs) Oh, that's a good
5: question. Okay, so Chihuahua.
2: Top five? No. Oh. Uh, Chihuahua's not even uh, the top 20. I will tell you, my favorite dog, the Bichon, is number 47.
5: <laughs> oh, nice. Uh,
1: beagle.
2: Uh, Beagle's number eight. Oh. eight. I hate Bichons. Those are the worst. Poodle. The Poodle's number five. Look poodles. At Scott. Poodles, if you ever see them with a um, like a show haircut. Mm, yeah. <laughs> Things are so ugly. Dude, <laughs> I, out, I <laughs> feel like the
5: popularity of the poodles. It, it, are are hanging in there so much because of the breeding potentials for those golden doodles and the whatever doodles and this. Oh doodles. man,
2: and they're smart. The the poodles when they're like when they're uh, groomed with like the, the the furry like furry legs, mm-hmm. like it looks like they're wearing <laughs> boots.
5: Yeah, the poofs they look like a bush.
2: Yeah, they could look <laughs> like a lamp like, if you like, want. Yeah, like a landscaper. And they got two like uh, cotton balls on their tush. Like a professional
5: <laughs> landscaper did the work. You know, it's like they're like
2: yeah. <laughs> then you, know, you got your your standard bulldog at number 6. Uh, come on, any 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 other dogs Maltese. Any
5: terriers? Oh, oh, what about the uh um uh, Yorkshires. The Yorkshire terrier?
2: Number 13.
5: Is Pug on there?
2: Those uh those things are shoe destroyers. Yorkshire terriers. You leave your shoes out? Shh, goodbye. Man. Goodbye.
1: Well, speaking of not American, uh, did we say German Shepherd yet?
6: Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, yeah, they were okay. number four. Oh, you know what I'm thinking? Not the not the Yorkshire. The I was thinking the West Highland Terrier.
1: What's what, which one's that? Those what? old Do white. You, those it looks white like the dog. East Highland Terrier, but a little
2: different. <laughs> uh, the West Highland Terrier, cool looking dog, mean as hell.
5: Oh yeah, it's like a. Oh yeah,
4: yeah, yeah. I know what you're saying. Yeah, that's like
2: the
5: Caesar's dog food dog. Yeah, like cool between, looking. Okay. it's like it's like that's like a Bichon and a Schnauzer somehow found the exact middle.
2: Yeah, a cool, uh, cool looking dog, and they're small, but you leave your shoes out and you come back, oh they're shredded. Okay, yeah, you know what I'm talking about with the Yorkshire. Yeah, my my in laws have two little ones. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Those things weigh three pounds. Mm-hmm. But yet they run the house. Yeah. Ah, what about the... Those chi- are the dogs... The, the Yorkshire Terriers are the ones you put in your purse.
5: What about the Chinese Crested? Remember those?
4: Oh, the, is that the ugly one? Well,
5: it it was the... Uh, is that the one with all the wrinkles? It was the winner of the ugliest dog contest Is that the one where it looked died? like it's
2: face-melted? It's, like, hairless, oh, and then it has, like... Oh, my God, they look like wet rats.
5: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, with hair on their ears. Yeah, oh, man. But those are pretty cool, apparently. How about Greyhound, or Italian Greyhound, or some some...
2: Virgin. uh, no. So the dachshund is number nine, dachshund, yeah. Pomeranian. Uh, the uh, mm. German short haired pointer is number 10. Yeah, everybody says the Cavalier King Charles Spaniel, mm, those are probably good. That is that's number 14. Those are they they say those are the most awesome first time dog owner dogs. Have you seen
1: the doodle of
5: those?
4: No, I bet that's adorable.
2: Man, the, they're awesome. Those GSPs so nice. that
5: you um, that you talk about the German short haired pointers. Mm-hmm. Incredible! This, this they're incredible. They look like imagine radio with shorter hair, and like uh, a, yeah. like a like a short tail. I mean, they're 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 bird dogs.
2: Look up the uh, Cavalier King Charles Spaniel. Every if you if you watch any YouTube video or TikTok of a dog breeder or uh, or dog trainer, they say first time dog owners get one of those. What's huh.
5: it? What's it called? Cavalier the
2: Cavalier King Charles Spaniel.
5: Oh, oh yeah, that's a that's a pillow dog. You know, like you, you, put a pillow in your lap or, or next on the chair next to you,
2: and yeah, it sits I mean, up there. And it sits next little,
1: to you yeah. on your throne. They, they're pretty energetic, actually.
2: Are these, they these little guys? Yeah. Uh, to, the they, Doberman is number 15. The
5: Doberman is on its way back?
2: Oh yes, number Man, 15. Man, do you remember
5: that, like, that was the villain dog in every like 70s and 80s uh movie? We had a couple we had one named BB in the neighborhood, and uh, that was like the dog that oh, boy That's a great name. I hope BB doesn't get out, because if BB gets out, it's gonna kill one of the kids around here. Like it was Dang. like because that's what we as far as movies and TV shows, Dobermans, if if you weren't friends with them, you were enemies. Yep. To, to yeah. them. You're done. And then they just disappeared. Remember, they were the hated dogs. You know how everybody's after pit bulls right now. Everybody was after Dobermans in the eighties.
2: Yeah, they disappeared, dude. Yeah. Uh the yeah, the Doberman like the didn't like the bad guys in a, always in in action I mean, movies junkyard like the bad dogs. guys. The bad guys had the Dobermans guarding the house. That's
5: right. So yeah, you had you had the Rottweilers in the uh, in in the junkyard. You know, kind of sitting and waiting to kill somebody. And the Dobermans were the go chase them and kill them in in the movies.
1: See, I realized in high school, I had a friend that their family, you know, hit it big finally and they bought this mansion stuff. So we went over to the house for the first time. And it was that point I realized that the smaller your house is, the bigger your dog. You're gonna have the those kind of dogs <laughs> there. And then the bigger your house gets, the tinier the dog mm-hmm. is. That's it's so kinda odd. Yeah, more things to guard, but you're like, oh we just have this little guy.
5: <laughs> but the junk over here, yeah, we need the this guy to scare off somebody yeah. from our junk. And and both of those breeds, in my experience, have been awesome. The one Doberman that I knew was awesome, and I grew up with Rottweilers and big old German Shepherds, and they're the sweetest, oh, most beautiful dogs.
2: Wasn't Lady Gaga's dogs that were stolen yes. French bulldogs? dogs were oh, they French bulldogs?
5: I think so, because there's a couple of them, right? This, yeah, this, and a dog, this, this walker is the dog walker, got walker got was shot. shot. Yeah,
2: that's why. Yeah, I think those dogs were getting snatched. They're so damn popular. Retro
5: pug. What is a retro
2: pug? It's got like a afro. This is the healthier and some
5: bell the healthier version of the popular breed. Huh. Small mixed breed both appearance. Yeah, okay, so that's not going to make the list because
2: Oh, people are paying, somebody said people are paying 3 grand for a French bulldog.
5: Wow. Oh yeah, it's a big business. You know, and you know what else fell out too? So like it was uh, in the movies you had Dobermans and and um, Rottweilers in the 80s. And in the 90s, what movie? I mean, what 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 dog was used in every movie? Usually comedies or anything where like the dog was a character. Or a the little character. tiny white dog. With Jack the... Russell. Yeah, Jack Russell. Oh, oh like wishbone. Where? Yeah, where? Yeah, they Frazier, go? Frazier, I, Frazier. problem Frazier child. I had one, and it murdered my other dog, so I had to go. But um, other than the murder,
2: <laughs> it was a really good They're person. A, yeah, Jack Russell's not in the top twenty. <laughs> well, I
5: think the reason that that wasn't
1: that dog was so popular in nineties because it was the Frazier dog it was, was Frazier in dog. everything. Well he but was so trained, he was this in every before
5: that they're super trainable and they're awesome. And and the greatest Dana Carvey movie of all time, Clean Slate, stars a, Jack, a one-eyed Jack Russell that has uh, death reception
2: Boxer issues. was number 16, the Boxer. Mm. Uh Miniature Schnauzer, number 17. All right. Uh, the Connie Corso, number eighteen. Oh, uh, the Connie Corso. What's that? Th- I think that's a big dog. Um almost looks like a Rottweiler, oh, I believe. That's
5: what that is. It's like a it's like a bulldog. And a Rottweiler. They they clip oh, the ears man. so it looks real sharp on the top. That's a big boy. Okay, so this From is the one where From what
2: I hear, they're very, very nice.
5: They yeah, it, like almo- it almost crazy. has like a Great Dane head.
2: Yeah, big head. Mixed with a It looks pitbull. very intimidating. Yeah.
1: But
5: it looks like you could outrun it very easily. I don't know, though. So this is the one... You know when you look up like... Um, Dog eats steroids or like, a, you know, strongest dog on earth. And mm-hmm. they've got that one dog that just has muscles popping up. It has yeah. some sort of disease. It's it's one of these things.
2: It's the Cane Corso, what they're called. Hmm. Uh, Great Dane number 19. Great Danes are awesome. Uh, Shih Tzu number 20. Man, we have a St. Bernard in our neighborhood. This thing is tremendous. Yeah. It is bigger than the woman who walks it.
5: <laughs> Yeah, I couldn't handle it. I love I love big dogs. Grew up with them. I c- I couldn't handle it. And uh, my buddy my buddy Jeff, right down the road, he walks his newfies all the time. He has the two most beautiful Newfoundlands you've ever seen. And I asked him, Hey man, what what are the things that like I wouldn't know that you have to deal with having dogs these big, uh, this this big? And he said, uh, Well, one, the cost of food. Yeah. Is just yeah, yeah, yeah. absurd. And the other thing he said, he goes. Size uh, of the dumps. You no, no, it wasn't that. I thought it would be that. And he goes. No, I just I he goes. Uh, most dog owners are not used to wiping slobber off of the off of the ceiling. Oh, <laughs> when it,
4: oh no! Yeah.
5: Because you know, I mean, some some dogs are like real messy with their water bowl and their water and their slobber all over the place, and yeah. you just you constantly clean it up. He's like, we have to wipe slobber off the ceilings.
2: yeah, to Matt off
5: the down. ceilings, guys.
2: Woo. And listen, dog popularity can fluctuate wildly over time. So twenty-five years ago, French bulldogs weren't even in the top seventy-five. Wow. Cocker Spaniels, which were number one in 1990, are down to number 29. And Collies. Remember Collie? Mm-hmm. Yeah. The collies, like Lassie? Less. Yeah. Hugely popular for a long, long time. Now they're number 39.
5: Dog of the 60s television.
2: Yeah, the Collie. Uh, those,
5: are, those are cool-looking dogs, too. Yeah.
2: The, the American Kennel Club recognizes 199 breeds. The least popular breed last year was the English Foxhound. English Foxhound? The English Foxhound.
4: Oh, those are pretty.
5: Let's see what that is. Oh, that's is. a neat-looking, yeah. Oh, okay, so it's a... Uh, that
2: was the least popular dog, followed by the Norwegian... I don't know how to say this. Lundhound? Lundhound? L-U-N-D-E-H-U-N-D. Lundhound? Uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm totally saying that wrong. I'm butchering. Butchering Let's that Let's see name. what that looks like.
5: Huh. Whoa, that looks like a fox. Yeah, that's a Not neat bad. dog, too. What's the... What This looks like the... like How oh, would like, you say that? That looks like a Shibu Inu... Mixed with a, a some wild animal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a little wolfy, Coyote, little, maybe husky
6: something. a little bit.
5: Luntum. Dang, that Luntum. is really cool. Hmm. What what are those like uh, little guys? The 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 ones that look like huskies that everybody's like, oh, it's a puppy husky, but it's actually and and if you say that to one of their owners, they're like, no. It's No, a, it's not. It's a oh <laughs> how man.
4: dare you. No,
5: I, I I finally saw one when we were in Colorado and um, I actually witnessed I walked over and I was like, "Oh, that's one of those." And some somebody came over and said, "Oh, what a cute husky puppy." And he, she, she goes, "No. It's a dang, what, what's it what's it called? Mini They are really cool looking. They are called Oh, I'm I'm driving myself
2: crazy. I don't even know what you're this. talking about.
5: Dude, they're 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 like you know how like a miniature pincher is a terrier meant to look like a Doberman pincher? This is a dog that looks like a big old like Siberian husky.
4: Oh, a Clee Kai.
5: Yes, yes. I even heard of Alaskan
2: Clee Kai. Right. Yes. yes. Yeah. Those are man. Stu- we were. They're 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 tiny little wolves. We were so close to getting an Akita.
5: Oh yeah. Ooh, those oh are
2: man, it was a cool looking dog. We knew somebody that had one. Uh, and they just had puppies, and they're like, man, you do not want this dog. This dog is cool looking. Like, it had blue eyes, like bright blue eyes, white, you know, white mm-hmm. and black fur, but just a terror.
5: Hmm. There are too many, uh, Apparently. They're not too, great with kids. Yeah, they're too many steps close to a wolf. They have kind of like one of those switches. Yeah, not it,
2: great with kids, not great with other dogs.
5: This is the Alaskan Klee Kai, and this looks like a wolf, right, with the blue eyes, and it's like so, I mean, just cool looking, and it's this big. They stand this tall, Riz, size of a little Jack Russell. Uh, probably, actually, much smaller. Seems now. quite energetic. Yeah.
1: Those, cool looking, though, right? That Norwegian uh, lunghound, or however you say it, uh, it has six toes, and it's used to go climb in cla- or caves and
2: cliffs and stuff like that. Well, now we know. Ooh, wow. That's a cool now creature. Good to know. Too many toes. Well, congratulations to the French Bulldog, number one. <clears throat> number one. All right, let's, uh, let's uh, take a quick break. But first, all right, Team Riz, remember, today is brought to you by Hotshot Sports Bar and Girl Proud sponsor, Team Riz. Visit hotshotsnet.com. Slash Team Riz from Bethalto, Illinois. Kat Underwood is out. Yeah, Kat. Talking about dogs, we got Kat as our Team Riz member of the day. Uh, Kat has been an avid listener of the Riz show for years. She used to, live, uh, used to live in Germany and listen to the guys over there via YouTube. Well, thank you. She is a night shift nurse, so she listens every morning on the way home from work. Loves my sarcasm, Moon's inside, and King Scott's wholesomeness. Thank you. Aww. I'll take that. Well, that's nice. Ken Underwood from Bethalto is our Team Riz member of the day. Get to super sweet Team Riz member of the day soccer jersey. Get yourself signed up 1057 slash Team Riz. Hello, podcast weirdos. Riz here for locally and family owned Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers. In business since 1976, along with their team of 600 plus expert tire and automotive service techs who live right alongside you in the communities where they work. Whether you drive a car, van, light truck SUV hybrid or EV you could count on the friendly folks at Dobbs to provide you with the tires you need just right for your vehicle and driving style at the lowest prices in town guaranteed and you can count on the Dobbs service pros for expert auto service done right the first time including routine and preventative maintenance and complex diagnostic and engine repairs with 43 stores including Dobbs newest store in Columbia Missouri complete full-service tire and automotive care has never been so convenient so be sure to Check out Dobbs' money-saving March deals on tires and auto service and repairs at go2dobbs.com. Then drive into any of Dobbs' 43 convenience store locations for expert service and fantastic savings using Dobbs' March deals today. Gotodobbs.com. Hey, podcasters. If you're somebody who suffers from chronic sinus infections, it's misery. You know it. I'm talking about two or three sinus infections a month. You should have a consultation with Dr. Gould at St. Louis Sinus Center. If you're suffering from 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 facial pain and drainage and pressure, you're tired all the time, it's time to get yourself fixed up. Take action by making a phone call to St. Louis Sinus Center and ask about their balloon sinus dilation. It's easier than going to the dentist. It's proven to be as effective as your traditional sinus surgeries. Now, a balloon sinus dilation, minimally invasive procedure, 90 to 95% of patients who have this procedure should never have to have another sinus procedure in your life. Believe there can be relief. Call St. Louis Sinus Center, 314 for relief. That's 3144-RELIEF. Or hit them up online, stlsinuscenter.com, stlsinuscenter.com, St. Louis Sinus Center. So Chestville Fence and Deck, they've been around for 55 years. Chestville Fence and Deck has been one of St. Louis's top names in home improvement. Quality and professionalism, that's what they put first in every single thing they do. They provide the best and longest lasting outdoor products available with their skilled installation team, who carries out their mission to be the very best in customer service. And they do, I mean, I got to attest to all that. I have a great new deck in my backyard. We did the underdecking and a great new fence to keep the dogs in the yard. Locally owned and operated. Go to the showrooms. See the beautiful displays of those fences and decks and pergolas and sunrooms and screen rooms, patios and more. Free in-home estimates. And all the products guaranteed by a five-year labor warranty. And uh, they have an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau. If you mention the red show this month, Chesterfield Fence and Deck, 48 months interest-free financing. It's Chesterfield Fence and Deck online at ChesterfieldFence.com. After all, who doesn't want a bigger deck?
0: If you're someone that's wanting to find a single solution to support your brain, gut, and immune health, simplify your morning routine with easy habits, and need more energy throughout the day, then I have a solution for you. It's called AG1. AG1 is a nutritional supplement that you drink as part of your morning ritual. Just one scoop... Mixed in water once a day, every day. Not only does AG1 deliver your daily dose of vitamins, minerals, pre- and probiotics, and more, but it's a powerful, healthy habit that's also powerfully simple. Just one scoop of AG1 covers all your nutrient gaps and supports your mental and physical health in just 60 seconds. The best thing about AG1 is that it's made with high-quality ingredients, including adaptogens, antioxidants, whole food source nutrients, things that are going to give you that extra boost you need throughout the day. And every batch goes through a rigorous testing process Process so, you know, it's safe because, well, safety first. AG1 is a proud sponsor of the Rizzuto Show podcast. So if you want to take ownership of your health, it starts with AG1. Try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D3, K2, and five free AG1 travel packs with your first purchase. Exclusively at drinkag1.com slash riz. That's drinkag1.com slash riz. Check it out. I dare you.
2: It's been, uh, it's been nice the past couple days. Uh, anybody spend time outside yesterday? Okay. Out on the deck yesterday? Okay. Oh, you don't have a deck? Your neighbor's got a deck, and you got Deck Envy. Or the deck you have is in disrepair. God forbid you walk barefoot out there, uh, you're going to get a splinter. I know when we moved down our house, uh, the deck was, it was in disrepair. And Colchesterville Fence Deck, we did a, a complete teardown, and then we rebuilt a new deck, including underdecking. Chessville Fence and Deck been in business for 56 years. St. Louis's top name in home improvement, quality and professionalism, that's what they put first in every single thing they do. Offering those fences and those decks and screen rooms, uh, patios, retaining walls, and windows. All the products guaranteed by a five-year labor warranty. And if you mention the red Show this month, you'll get 20% off your next installed outdoor project. Chesterfield Fence Deck, online at chesterfieldfence.com. After all, who doesn't want a bigger deck? listening to The Rizzuto Show on 105.7 The Point. Alright, welcome back to The Rizz Show. Presented with a fast lane. Phone number 314-624-3833 or 618-398-3833. The Make Ultra Studio cams 105.7thepoint.com slash Rizz the socials at R-I-Z-Z. Show your emails. Riz show 1057 thepointcom Also send us your instant feedback through the 105.7 The Point the mobile app. Alright, Liv is here. What up? We got the Craigslist Freak of the Week coming up. Three brand new ads for new you. New freaks. New freaks. Have you looked them over yet?
4: I've dabbled in them.
2: That first one is a doozy, isn't it?
4: Uh, yeah. It, it's a thing. <laughs> <laughs> you couldn't pay me enough to do that.
2: Well, everybody has their price. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, also, we'll talk to the machine, Burt Kreischer. At 840. Man, that guy's got a lot of stuff going on. He's got a new Netflix special. Out now. He has got a tour, which would be in St. Louis, June 24th, Enterprise Center. And the guy's got a movie coming out. Good for him. I was talking to, to Living Moon before the show, and I remember the first time he came in, and he was doing helium or uh, helium or, or funny bone.
5: Uh, I think he was doing helium at that point.
2: Uh and it was one of those, you know, he was offered to us, hey Bert Kreischer's coming in. And you guys had never heard of him.
5: Uh, Yeah, I think. Well, was that was that the story with Bert? I remember we were going back and
2: forth. It was Bert and Tom Segura. Yeah. So
5: I didn't know Tom. I knew Bert, but I didn't know Tom. And uh, we had reached out, and and I gotta say it wasn't wasn't hard to get him because he was still at the at the
2: at the level of at that level. Yeah. Hey man, I'll come in.
5: Yeah, and And he was excited
2: to come. in. Oh man, and and we kind of struck up a friendship, and um, just a good dude. I'm I'm a huge fan, and I'm I'm enjoying watching his success. As he's kind of rising up in the ranks of uh, yeah celebrity. If you remember,
5: right, uh, he after that, it, we hit it off so well. He had such a good time with us that he was like, we got we to do some other stuff together. We, we, we were talking about doing all sorts of
2: partnership things. Oh, no. We had scheduled something. We had something yeah. on the books. I didn't know if
5: you wanted to say that.
2: We had something on the books to do this uh, call in sick to work day. And I talked to the people over at Hot Shots. So it was going to be, hey, Burt Kreischer is going to, we're going to hang out at Hot Shots, call off of work, and it was like three months away. And in the time he was in the studio, and in the time we had that scheduled, something happened, and next thing you know, he's doing theaters. He blew up, he blew up, <laughs> and we had cancel. And uh, I- I'm enjoying watching his his, you know, his success. So he'll be on it. Uh, he'll be on at 8:40. It's one of those, uh, yeah, I'm rooting for the guy. I know the guy's an animal. He's crazy.
4: Yeah, a little bit. But I'm I'm rooting (laughs) for the
2: guy. Um, A couple in New York City uh, claims a food delivery order from a Korean restaurant included a little surprise in their soup. And I, dude, I know we've seen these stories of contaminated food before, and I believe these people. I believe them. There was a dead rodent in their soup. and, (gasps) and And the picture... God, you got to see the picture.
5: Do do I? Ratatouille fell out of the head? Yeah. No. Oh, man. oh man.
2: And now they're suing, and uh, man, I think they got a case here. Oh. So this is Jason and Eunice. They're suing this restaurant in uh, Manhattan's Koreatown uh, over a, this disturbing delivery. So in the lawsuit, they claim they ordered food from this place on Saturday afternoon. When they got their meal home, they started eating and discovered a rat. In the soup. And then they became violently sick and had to go to the hospital. The couple claims the alleged incident caused them severe, serious, and permanent personal injuries, plus emotional distress. And by the way, in the lawsuit, they say this restaurant received a C-grade from the New York City Health Department in Mm. January. But they didn't know about it when they placed the order. A C-grade is the worst possible grade to get. Oh, wow. it,
4: uh, you don't have a D or an F, no, I guess. No,
2: C is the worst. <laughs> That's the
1: worst
5: in our family, too. Well, it should be. I bet it's
1: like, I bet their ratings now gone up to at least a B or an A
2: because they don't have rats anymore. They put it in the soup and got rid of
1: it.
4: <sighs>
2: oh, man, it's so nasty. And it got me thinking, has anybody here gotten food poisoning? I know Moon has. Yeah, multiple Mm -hmm. times. Multiple times. I think I've had it twice.
4: I think I've had it twice.
5: You live a good enough life, you've had food poisoning a few times. The worst
4: time was I got food poisoning the night before I was going skydiving. Oh. Oh. So I was so afraid that I was going to jump out of this plane and literally poop my pants. Oh. (laughs) I made it. But it was touch and go for a minute there. Jeez.
2: I've never gotten food poisoning from from home cooking. It was always somewhere else. Yep, it was yep. always uh,
5: fast food establishments for me. Do you remember what you what what gave you the food poisoning?
4: Yes, kind of. So we went to this place and they let you camp there at, at the site where you went skydiving. So I'm going to bring my friends. We're going to pitch a tent. We're going to party the night before, and everyone can watch me jump out of a plane. And so that facility had like this cookout kind of a thing. Oh, so okay. it's almost potlucky. Yeah. So oh, something sweet. I ate there.
2: Gotcha. <gasps> Nothing good comes from potlucks. <laughs> it
4: was not did, did, a group,
2: great. did a group get it? Like It a, was
4: just oh. me. So I, oh. there was something I ate that nobody else ate. I don't remember what it was. Coleslaw, maybe? Uh, I don't oh, know. But where our, tent, turned coleslaw. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> man. where our tent was, was kind of far away from the bathroom. So that was not great oh, for me either. It was man. it was a long night, but man, that sounds fun. I made it.
5: I've <laughs> had two and a half times. I would say I, I I was camping at a music festival called Cornerstone. It was the coolest. It was in Bushnell, Illinois, for years and years. And 1997, we're out there, and uh, the camp next to us is like, hey, we got some extra steaks. You all want some steaks? And we're like, well, yeah, yeah, of course, man. So I had a steak and I was eating it until there was like worms or something, <gasps> and I, no. I stopped there and I was like, oh. We and you should, already ate some. I already ate some, oh. and I, I was like, "Everybody stop! These worms are mine!" And uh, I missed jars of clay that night. I had to uh, <gasps> listen no to them. No mud. <sighs> uh, I had to listen to them from from a uh, a cot in my in my tent. I didn't feel well, but but I, oh, I Flood I was, was their song. Oh, flood! flood, flood. That, right, yeah, yeah. But uh, that's the the rain. Yeah, uh, uh-huh. Yeah. So I uh, I felt better the next day. The other food poisoning, though, I felt like I was dying. I mean, I was
2: absolutely done. And that was from the fast food place.
5: 1993, lemon pepper chicken sandwich. Won't say the establishment. Haven't been back since. And uh, it just, I, I thought I was dying. <laughs> I, I, thought, I told my mother, I was like, this is it, this is it. And she's like, I think you got food poisoning, bud. And it was like two days of just oh, death. Yeah. And then the next time was uh, October 11th, I believe, 2003. Popcorn chicken, won't say the establishment, haven't been back since. <laughs> <Aww>. <laughs> Not the same establishment as 93, uh, <laughs> 10 years later. And dude, I was at a, a, a someone else's house and I ended up curled up around the toilet, like on the, oh, on the yeah. floor That's of the bathroom, bad. like holding like the bottom yeah. of the toilet Aww. for like yeah. comfort because it was, everything was going in the toilet from one end to the other.
6: Yeah.
5: And yeah. it was just, it was 12 hours of just My first pure time. Hell.
2: Was uh, was at a uh, a corner like Bodega in New York City, 56th and Sixth Avenue. And it was uh, it was a buffet uh, of questionable food because mm. you just you, you had a little clamshell styrofoam container and you paid by the pound. And I had no money. And it was probably food that was sitting around for a while. And it would when when, when the food would start developing fuzzies on top, <laughs> you know, the guy would just go stir it up. Oh, uh, so just... uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, just so, cook
5: out, you know, just heat out.
2: Yeah, but, and, and the food is being kept in, like, warming trays. So who knows? I mean, I, I was there probably in the afternoon. The, the stuff was probably there from the night before. Oh. <laughs> who knows? And you'd say every once in a while, the guy would just go stir it up. That's it. So I know for sure that was Thanksgiving Eve. Oh, man. Uh, the second time I was in Vegas, i uh, had a uh, questionable piece of shellfish. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was a bad oyster. Oh, man.
1: Ooh, that'll get Ooh. you. Have you had
2: them since? Yeah. I'm, okay. I think it's a, worth the risk. I'm, I'm a fan. Yeah. Yeah,
1: The I've had it a few times, and uh, I just remember one was it definitely, there's two times from the same fast food establishment, so I went back for some reason, uh, but uh, we were on a road trip, and it really hit, like, in the middle of it whenever I was a little kid, and so the only thing I threw up in was the bag that... You know, you know, like now it's full of our trash of all the leftover stuff. Nah. And uh, so we pulled off the side of the road. There's no trash cans or anything like that, but it was in a parking lot. It's oh. <laughs> just the bag was already about to leak. We just oh. left it there and drove off.
2: Yeah. Oh, I mean, come on. <laughs> There's not much you could do. You're just not like, what? much well. you could do.
6: <laughs> <laughs> just
4: sitting in the parking
2: lot. We all survived, though. Nobody was hospitalized. Nope. All, nope. good? Okay. all good. Yeah, I mean, there are some severe cases where you go to the hospital. But, yeah, look at that picture of the rat in the soup.
1: I, I don't know if yeah, I want come to, on. to be honest. <laughs> this lies. All right. Man, cute little guy.
2: Man. Let's do some news. Oh, yeah. We're going to do some news. And your news being sponsored by...
5: Martin Jetco Heating and Air Conditioning, more reliable than your news source.
2: Now, the, the story here is not... It's not a funny story. The name's associated with the story are. That's where the comedy comes in.
5: Okay. <laughs>
2: uh, a priest love, over in...
5: I love the disclaimer,
2: by the way. A priest over in Buffalo, New York, has been put on leave after the uh, Diocese of Buffalo received uh, a child sex abuse complaint. Uh, the priest is Monsignor Peter J. Popadick.
1: <sighs> okay. Whew.
2: He served as the pastor of St. Aloysius Gonzaga Chikatowa. This is the second time Papa Dick has been put on leave. He was put on leave back in August of 2019. After being accused of molesting a boy in the 1970s, Papa Dick was reinstated in January of 2020. Papa Dick is back out now. And just so you know, this is 100% true. Papa Dick served as the longtime secretary to Bishop Edward Head. <sighs> you can't make that up. That's right, Bishop Ed Head. <laughs> <laughs> Go
5: see Ed Head down at the chapel.
2: Papadick. Go see Head.
5: <laughs> the only thing that would make that
4: better if someone's name was Richard.
1: I'll His say, name you know. was Peter.
5: Oh, yeah. Ed Head and Peter Papadick.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, I wonder what J
5: stood for as a junk.
2: <laughs> Peter J. Papadick. Yeah, this maybe is Peter this is, Junk. It's you ridiculous. Know, I mean, is, uh... take away the child molestation, you know, it's a uh...
5: right. These are cartoon characters on on you know late night Comedy Central yeah. show or something. Uh huh.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Ridiculous.
5: Bishop Ed Head. What was the first <laughs> red flag?
2: Uh, anyway, you tell me yeah. if this was an overreaction. A guy in Germany was uh, given a suspended sentence after he stabbed a buddy 11 times. Now, why would you stab a buddy 11 times? Well, the f- buddy was making fun of uh, the size of his dong while in a sauna. <laughs>
5: <laughs> some guys are sensitive.
2: So, yeah, some guys are yeah more sensitive than others. Uh, so, here's what happened: uh, the stabber and his brother-in-law met at the house of the victim, the guy who was stabbed. All three of them starting to booze and decided, "Hey, let's take a schvitz." So we hit the sauna at 5 a.m. They were all blitzed. Then they started fighting about the size of their penises. <laughs> the brother-in-law, the mature one, tried to calm the situation down. Stabber couldn't let it go. Got a knife, stabbed the other dude 11 times. Gosh.
4: Okay, man. look, I I don't have that junk. Is this like a common conversation with guys?
2: Like junk size? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the fact that you yeah, have to like pause think to about think this. about it. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think so. I, I don't think it is. I mean,
5: not in my circles. Okay. Uh, yeah, I don't. I don't really think so.
1: Yeah. I mean, not, we not hear about this
5: all the time, but this is just a different type of guy than me, I suppose. Yeah. Okay. I don't and run I, and, this kind of. Yeah, story. And, I've been, I, and I've been on tour. You know, with like these wild conversations. I mean, we're, we're with each other twenty-four hours a day, we're living in a bus and tiny. You know.
2: And, uh... Like, when we hit the showers after the show, we just...
5: <laughs> no eye contact. Rise, <laughs> eyes forward, guys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, there's funny things to be to be said and had, and there's there's jokes, and there's... But nobody's, there, no, nobody's ever, like, comparing or talking about it, or... I mean, it's kind of an easy way to decide, too. You know what I mean? Mm. Like, what, what's the conversation? I don't, I don't understand how an argument can ensue.
1: <laughs> and I want to know, too, where the knife was at inside the sauna. Well, he
2: went to go get the knife. Oh, okay. So I'll he left away. the sauna... Mm-hmm. As the brother-in-law was trying to like, hey, 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 so he's got a tiny penis, he can't (laughs) help it, and the guy.
1: And that's why they tell you always keep your eyes down there and not, you know, look up at the face, so you don't know whose is whose. You just well, this guy suffered
2: some serious injuries. I mean, to his lungs and his left arm. The stabber was arrested, charged with causing dangerous bodily harm, given a suspended sentence of two years after admitting guilt and he had to pay ten grand to the guy. That was it. Oh
5: my goodness, where is this? Germany (sighs) seems a little light.
1: Yep. Well, they felt bad for me. He had a really
2: tiny. Uh. Yeah. he suffered enough. He's in prison for the rest. of... He's in small penis prison for the rest of his life.
5: You talking about the victim or the 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 stabber?
2: The stabber. Oh, you like think... he's already in a mental prison with his with his hey, tiny people. Hey, what if it,
5: what if it was the reverse? What if he was getting hassled because you know he's just...
2: too big? Yeah, I mean nobody you know, gets hassled for that.
5: Kiel, kielbasa. And you don't get mad. Nobody, that. nobody gets
2: hassled for that. Yeah, you don't get mad if somebody says, "Hey there, big dong." <laughs>
5: Yeah, I, Nobody I, gets mad for that. I certainly don't get mad, but, you know. Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> it's a lot different to you go, excuse me, man with enormous penis, or excuse me, man with tiny penis. It's a big difference. And a small difference. <laughs> uh, local story here, uh, St. Louis Metro Police are looking to return dozens, dozens of stolen vehicles, tools, and just stuff to their owners. So, all the stuff is recovered from investigations within the last two years. So, from December of 2021 to December of 2022, police found the following pieces of stolen property that remain unclaimed. So, if you're missing uh, a a truck, like they have eight stolen trucks and SUVs. You're kidding me. Wow. Five stolen trailers, 30 motorcycles, five golf carts, ATVs and UTBs, and a whole heap of stolen tools. So, if you're missing any of that stuff... The St. Louis Metro Police may have it. Uh, Thirteen people are accused of stealing all that stuff. And a lot of stuff they stole has already been returned. Uh, this is the leftovers. Like, hey, man, we can't find the owners.
5: How long do they, ha- do they hold this stuff, I wonder?
2: Well, here's the deal. The, the, the stolen stuff is from, from out of the city, the county, Jefferson County, St. Francis County. Things left unclaimed after a certain amount of time, which I don't know mm-hmm. what that is, will go to Habitat for Humanity.
5: Oh wow, that's nice. Yeah, they could use yeah. a couple of ATVs and,
2: and motorcycles. And the, tools.
1: the power tools. You just
5: see like there's
1: a picture of it. It's just tons of power tools. Yeah, you saw the pictures. Yeah.
2: Wow. Hmm. And this is all stuff stolen from work sites. I mean, that's
5: yeah, right,
2: right. You know, the trailers taken from work sites. I wonder
5: if I can go down there and check. I got to find out what the model was. But my dad had a motorcycle stolen in 1975. <laughs> you think right it might there. be? You think yeah. it might be down there?
2: I think maybe that. The Habitat of Humanity people are using that now. Oh, okay. <laughs> mm-hmm.
5: Well, good. Bunch of lumber on the back of a Honda
2: CB or something. So anyone who thinks cops may have their stuff, they're encouraged to not go down there. You gotta you gotta contact the Third District Detective Burglary Squad by email. So that's recovered at SLMPD.org. St. Louis Metro Police Department.org. That's property at slmpd.org. And I know Fox, too, had pictures of a lot of the stuff they had. So, uh,
4: that's my truck. That's
2: my <laughs> truck, Those are my tools.
4: So, what happens, I wonder? So, Sounds like say, a country song. Yeah. You, say your truck got stolen. You filed a claim because your truck disappeared. Can you just get it back?
5: I would think.
2: I, I would think it, if you have yeah. the paperwork. That's a good deal.
5: Yeah, if you got the VIN and, and the yeah, title the and all that.
2: Wow. That's yeah, my it's my truck. I just feel bad to hear about these uh uh thefts all the time from job sites and this is mm. this is somebody's livelihood. Yeah. Like they can't work without their tools. Like uh my guy who does my lawn uh he had his stuff stolen.
5: Oh yeah, the trailer, right?
2: Yeah. A couple of years ago. Nightmare. Yeah. He had his trailer stolen. All of his tools on there. Mm-hmm. Devastating. Damn. Devastating. Uh, a guy from Lake St. Louis is accused of pointing a laser pointer at a Metro air support helicopter.
4: What an idiot.
2: Yep. Now, I'm 44. I know better. <laughs> this guy is 44. Doesn't know better.
5: <laughs> Man, I mean, don't you... Can't you imagine what that would look like from ground to right.
4: air? About to get sniped or something. Yeah.
2: Well, um... So he was indicted in federal court last week on one count of aiming a laser at an aircraft. So this happened back on February 23rd. The FBI and the FAA ain't screwing around when it comes to this. So they've warned everybody basically, you know, lasers can blind pilots. Yeah. And things like this are happening a lot. The FAA reported nearly 10,000 incidents last year. So if convicted, so just a stupid hey, I got this laser pointer point at the sky, point at the helicopter. This guy's looking at five years. Dang. He could get up to five years in prison and a two hundred fifty thousand dollar fine.
5: Dang. The, ah, the difference. You could do that five years in prison, two hundred fifty thousand for for shining a laser pointer in a place you shouldn't. You can stab a guy in a sauna
2: in Germany. Yeah, 11 times. <laughs> 11 times.
5: <laughs> and you, you, uh, what was
2: it? A, a $10,000 $10, $10 $10, $10 fine and <laughs> yeah. two year suspended sentence.
5: Yeah.
2: Holy smokes. That's two years. Hey, just don't stab anybody. Hey,
5: man, don't be stabbing anybody. We're watching for two years.
2: Hey, little Peter.
5: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Probably have some counseling. Hey, if anybody calls you little Dong, just don't stab him. So here's a new trend. And, and you know what? I'm going to be honest with you. I, I'm, I'm kind of with this here. Would you be more offended if you were driving to work? Oh, you're driving to work. You're on 44. You're on 40, 270, whatever. Would you be more offended if somebody gave you the finger or a thumbs down? <laughs> the finger makes me. If somebody stuck their hand out the window and tossed you the, and threw the bird out or gave you a thumbs down.
4: One is you angered somebody, and the other is they're disappointed in you. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> the finger makes me laugh.
5: It makes me laugh because I, I can't take you seriously. I I feel me like too. I feel like you you've already lost clearly. So like well, you know what am I gonna
2: do? I feel like the thumbs down cuts more now. The,
5: the thumb the thumbs down is like oh look at that you're 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 exercising restraint at the same time throwing it in my face. I feel like the <laughs> finger.
2: You give somebody the finger, it's just a flash of anger. Right. When you give me a thumbs down. You are deeply hurt.
4: I've clapped at someone before.
2: Oh yeah. Like eye contact, like
4: good job,
5: buddy. Dude, the the one that I've done that I I need to I need to not do.
2: Don't say it because I have an email where somebody did that. I know what you're gonna say.
5: Yeah. And and I said that on air because you guys have never heard. Everybody's doing it now. Uh, I know, everybody is doing it.
2: Somebody (laughs) did it. it. Your your move.
5: Yeah, I don't want to claim it though. It's not nice. It's not cool.
2: It's okay. I just say it's the wah, that move. Yeah, but, like but, but the, uh, the, the, oh, the eyes and
5: I was looking at it, we go, oh, <laughs> <laughs> and and I don't want to do
2: that. I shouldn't do that. Teamers, remember John did it, and he's got a story about what happened. Oh no. no! But anyway, see, I don't want to influence anybody. So young people are supposedly ditching the bird and just giving drivers a thumbs down instead. Huh. They claim it's more effective. I agree. Yeah, I like it. Somebody talked to a bunch of millennials and Gen Zers about it, and their basic argument is that it's not as rude or crass, but actually more hurtful.
5: The middle finger almost makes you look old and angry. Mm. Doesn't it?
2: Yeah. One person described it as, and I think you said this too, Liv. Um, I'm not mad. I'm disappointed.
6: (laughs) 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 Yeah.
2: Flipping off somebody is also aggressive. So when you do it, their natural reaction is to get defensive and think you're a jerk. But a thumbs down keeps the focus on them. It's it's a crystal clear statement like they did something wrong. Another <laughs> person compared it to pushing somebody's personal dislike button.
6: <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's awesome.
2: And according to a body language expert, that actually might have a lot to do with why it's a thing, why people are doing this now. Thumbs down has become the universal sign of disapproval on sites like Reddit and YouTube. So we have a much stronger reaction to the thumbs down when it's used
5: Man, I never realized wow. that. The the social media thumbs down, thumbs out, uh, thumbs up and heart really yeah. have played into everything. Like yeah. guy guy scores a goal and he runs over the crowd, and makes the heart. Makes symbol. the heart. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the heart so is and the uh, really th- you know what I mean? Like
1: middle wow. finger on the way out? Is that a thing that was just a temporary little
2: It's so, so boom? It peaks bro. with Kid Rock. Yeah. Yeah, and had a good run. <laughs> yeah. Uh people have been posting their stories online and, and it does seem to have, like leave an impression one uh, one person said she got a thumbs down a while back for driving too slow and she, she still thinks about it all the time <laughs> <laughs> uh tomorrow guys is world sleep day nice so if you want to start celebrating tonight here are a, a couple stats from a new poll on sleep habits let's see how you guys match up against the numbers uh side sleeper back sleeper or stomach sleeper what do you live side side back back side i'm a side uh Forty-two percent of Americans sleep on their side, eighteen percent back sleepers, and seventeen percent stomach sleepers.
5: Hmm. Used to be a stomach sleeper. I loved it. Can't do it anymore. When it's I was just a kid, painful. Yeah, when I was a kid, I had one arm off the the bed, and like you know, head to the side like this on my stomach. It was the greatest. I'd snuggle a pillow.
2: Yeah, it
5: was the best. I can't. I can't yeah, physically I'm a, do that anymore. Uh,
2: I'm a side stomach sleeper. Oh really? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I so go was- start on my side. I, can,
4: I I end up rotating like a rotisserie chicken most yeah. of the time.
5: Really? Both <laughs> yeah, sides?
4: Yeah. My I mean my default is the side, but I can I can go all the ways.
2: Yeah, I don't go I do not do back.
5: Now do you remember what, what side is technically more healthy that they said? Remember this?
2: Uh right side.
5: Right, right side. Why <gasps> why do you think Liv? is it digestion? No, it was something with your heart because if your heart is slightly over here, it actually gives it more room or something like oh, that. Oh, I thought it was oh. digestion to expand. Well, yeah, I maybe there's it's less. Maybe it's too. both. Isn't it because there's no
1: the heart. Most of your organs, like there's only one or something heavy organ on the, mm-hmm. the, the left side or something. So you sleep <laughs> on the right, all the heavy stuff's on the bottom and it's
2: I thought um, I don't know. Yeah, so I, I switch I, I roll around. That's twenty two percent of people cl- claim they switch up their sleeping positions every single night and, and... every
5: single night. Oh no, yeah. see, wow. and and I bet you a lot of it had to do with living on a bus for so long. I had to get used to sleeping in a coffin. Ooh. You got to have your so feet this direction. Yeah. So I, I, I just became this like coffin sleeper. And no kidding, even as a kid, I would put my hands behind my head like this and cross my ankles like I'm on a beach or something. <laughs> so I sleep like that.
2: Wow. Um, and are this, you, and I, who's restless? I don't restless. move. Like I'm very restless. I'm a terrible sleeper. I should probably go for a sleep study. I don't move. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm very restless. I'll, I'll get up if somebody snaps a twig, you know, four blocks away.
4: No, I'm usually out cold. I'll make noises in my sleep, but I don't usually do a lot of moving.
5: What are we, what are we talking about? Are we talking about human noises or are we talking about-
4: Yeah, so I have an app- <laughs>
5: Air leaving the body.
4: <laughs> I have an app that records me. Like, it'll record me if I make a noise. And it's usually just like little, like, sleepy moans.
5: Wow. <laughs> kind of a thing. Not sleep talking, just no. sounds. No, yeah,
4: just like a little, <clears throat> little moan. Have you yeah. ever
5: Have you ever slept talk?
4: Not that it's picked up.
5: Oh, wow, man. Because I used to sleep talk all the time.
4: Did it make sense?
5: Oh yeah, my father said he used to have fun because he'd come in like have conversations with me and, and, <laughs> and like mess with me. He said he said it was like his famous game was he would he would he would hear me saying something, talking like full sentences, like I'm having a conversation with somebody, and he'd come in and he'd say hey, and then he'd start asking me questions. And sometimes I wouldn't I wouldn't like I would just be quiet, but he said sometimes I would participate, but I would only answer yes questions. <laughs> Apparently, I would not answer no huh. questions. This was like when I was a kid. He, a, a, Interesting. I also slept, walked a few times. Whoa. I ended up in the closet a few times. I ended up in the bathroom. One time, he uh, he came up and, and realized that I was sleeping, but I was reading the baseball Beckett. It's like a like a how that much all the baseball cards are worth, <laughs> and I was like reading reading the the baseball Beckett. And he's like, "Hey, I think it's time to go back, you know, go back to sleep." Like, oh, okay. And I got up. I had my pants on, everything. I was sitting on the toilet reading the Beckett, <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, okay. And I went walk back and went to sleep.
2: Uh, how many pillows do you sleep with? One. One.
5: You're one. Well, I mean, pillow there's person.
4: two on the bed, but I only sleep on okay. one pillow. Yeah.
5: Two at first, and then I move one.
2: I'm a two per a two pillow. I'll hug one. Yeah. I started doing that recently.
1: I've never done that at all, but uh, hmm. but the main reason is because. My dogs, they – like if I – I don't know. Somehow they always manage to hit a certain area that hurts real bad when they step on it. Oh. Mm. So I started Aww. doing a pillow to block that, and it's been
2: actually Smart. really nice. Oh, yeah, on nice. average, like people this. say they need to sleep with three pillows, which sounds fine until you consider that for every person who sleeps with one, there's somebody who's buried in five pillows. So <laughs> <laughs> so so uh, if, if you still haven't adjusted to the time change, uh, and tomorrow is – you know, World Sleep Day. Uh, maybe a nap's going to help. Uh, just don't sleep too long. CNBC talked to a psychologist who specializes in behavioral sleep medicine, and she says the sweet spot for a nap is 20 to 30 minutes. Yeah. If you nap any longer than that, you start getting into deeper stages of sleep, and you could wake up feeling groggy. Just 20 to 30 minutes is enough to give you a boost in energy, help you focus, help improve your mood. She suggests setting an alarm for 30 minutes. That gives you 5 to 10 minutes of fall sleep and 20 minutes of actual sleep time. Just don't do it too late in the day. Hmm. She says not to nap less than eight or nine hours before your normal bedtime. And for most people, that means no naps after two.
5: Hmm. You know, my rule uh, as far as the sleep pattern and going too deep into that, that, that sleep cycle is under 20 or over 90.
2: Never in between. Yeah, a
5: 60-minute yeah. nap is so painful.
2: Yeah, you, you, I'm in a bad mood.
5: Yeah. yeah, I wake up angry, bummed.
2: And uh, finally, if you are vacationing... Uh, In the next couple weeks, months, down in Florida, did you hear about this large seaweed bloom that's going to hit U.S. shores? Oh, yeah. Don't mess with that. Yeah, this large seaweed bloom is going to hit U.S. shores over the coming weeks, threatening summer beach days in Florida and along the Gulf of Mexico. They're calling it a a seaweed sargasm. (laughs) S-A-R-G-A-S-S-U-M. I think I'm saying that right. It's toxic. It's releasing hydrogen sulfide gas into the air, which can often cause respiratory issues for people going to the beach and people live near there. Holy cow. A 2018 one of these sent in the Caribbean sent thousands of people to the hospital. Wow. So a scientist at Florida Atlantic University said what we're seeing in the satellite imagery does not bode well for a clean beach year. And this is just Florida? Florida and the Gulf of Mexico. Uh, Boynton Beach, Florida, ocean rescue officials said their beach would be clean of the toxic seaweed in the morning, but three to four hours later, boom, a giant mat of of this stuff, the size of a mall, (gasps) the size of a mall will come in like a blob.
4: Good God.
2: And some beach officials are are putting buoys uh, in their waters to kind of protect against this, but experts call it a force of nature that you cannot control. Wow. Dang. The blob. The blob. It's on Mm -hmm. its way. And that is your news. Hey, and speaking of Florida, after the break, let's give away some stuff. After the break, we're going to play Fake News or Florida. Fun, easy game. Liv is going to read you a headline. And you're going to tell us if the story is fake news or if it's something that really happened in the state of Florida. It's going to be tough. It's good. These are tough. Two out of three right. You win your choice of tickets. 314 624 3833 or 618 398 3833. Fake news or Florida is. Uh, nice weather yesterday. Spending time out on the deck. My deck, courtesy of gotcha. Chester Offensive Deck. When we bought our house back in 2018, yeah, I think 2018, the, the, the deck was in, in disrepair. And we're trying to put band-aids on it. Like, the railings were loose. We have to tell people, please, for your for your health and safety, don't lean against the rail because you could plummet to your death. Uh, so we, we eventually had to do it. We had to, we had to bite the bullet. We had to call on Chesterfield a deck, and they did a tear down of the old deck and put up a gorgeous new deck. They used their own crews. They used their own tools. Um... you'll get 20% off your next outdoor project. It's Chesterfield Fence and Deck. They're online at chesterfieldfence.com. Chesterfield Fence and Deck, after all, who doesn't want a bigger deck?
5: Woods Basement Systems, boy, have they helped me out. The all things basement experts do all things basement. Basement waterproofing, foundation repair, crawl space repair, mold prevention, egress windows. But they also do concrete leveling. They can fix driveways. They've even raised a highway slab. I knew of their expertise with basements, and now I know of their expertise with concrete leveling. Because I had a front porch situation that was dangerous, it was ugly, it was bad. It was a safety hazard. But Woods Basement Systems helped me out with concrete leveling and pier. So it's fixed forever. Go to moonloveswoods.com. There's a special offer for you today. Don't wait any longer. Do what I did and prevent further damage. These problems don't get better with time. They get better with woods because the problem will be fixed forever. Woods Basement Systems, the all things basementy experts. Check out that special offer at moonloveswoods.com.
4: Всем привет! С вами Иван Бурбашов, и вы слушаете The Show на
1: One O Five Seven The Point. С днем рождения Did
2: you hear about the Blues game last night? Um, wild ending. Yeah, I didn't hear it. I've We're just, not wild ending, wild game.
5: I've silently seen it, a few clips, and none of it was during gameplay. We'll mm-hmm. say that.
2: Yeah. Well, I would say yes, indeed a wild ending because the Wild won.
4: <laughs>
2: but it was what happened. During the game, that got everybody talking. So the Blues wound up losing eight to five, I believe. Oh wow! Wow!
4: They were tied up, I think, by the time I went to bed.
2: Well, and the wheels fell off. Uh, Bennington wound up being pulled from the game. Bennington wound up getting into a fight with basically the entire Wild team. It was yeah. almost a goalie fight last I night too. I know,
5: dude. That referee really stupid helped. linesman
2: held him back. <laughs> held
5: him well.
2: <laughs> yeah, that Bennington's got a got a got a temper, huh? Seemingly, yeah. Hey, did you hear about this uh, this guy who changed his name to Fire Exit? I think we may have talked about this guy before. <laughs> uh, I think we what? may have. He well. never heard the story. What
4: judge approved of that?
2: Uh, this guy legally changed his name to Fire Exit, and he's now claiming that he's more famous than Elton John.
4: <clears throat> okay.
2: His reasoning, his reasoning here is it's you know what? It's actually solid reasoning. So he wound up. Uh, He wound up spending 20 bucks to to change his name. He changed his name at 1:30 in the morning at some point during a COVID lockdown. (laughs) Oh yeah, (laughs) all right. right. He he says he's recognized wherever he goes. Fire exit, formerly known as Dino Wilson.
4: Dino's a cool name.
2: So at the time, he felt as though he had nothing to lose. Plus, it turned out to be cheaper to change his name during the pandemic. 41-year-old father of five. Says it all started out as a joke between family members, however, his, his decision has since bought, you know, brought him a fair bit of fame. Fire Exit, who lives in, in, in Hampshire, said nobody else has a name that, that is as well known. Not even Elton John. People are always coming up to me in bars and parties. They know who I am. People have given me loads of free drinks, and one barber even cut my hair for free because he heard about my name change. He says he's been signing signs everywhere. Some shops, estate agents, other places have my autograph on their exit signs.
5: Yeah, you know the issue with this, though? I'm trying to think of just, like, where this could be impractical. Where it could be impractical for Mr. Fire Exit. And one that I'm thinking, since we've been talking about airports, is he's going to miss some flights. Because when they get ready to call him last boarding. They're not calling this guy over the intercom. They're nope. just not doing it. I'm fire not, exit. I, wow. Excuse. I'm not I'm not getting on the intercom at the airport and saying the word fire and exit. I guess I said say Mr. Exit. He is gonna he is yeah. gonna miss some flights. He
2: he changed it as a joke. And, and he's just rolling with it now. He's rolling with it. Where is he, says, <laughs> he I did, in the UK? In in Hampshire, yeah. He says I did it for the comedy, but there have been all different kinds of reactions. The most common uh name is uh uh, I guess people are calling him a bitch on on <laughs> social media. I don't know what that has to do with. Oh, interesting. Being a fire exit, but maybe,
5: maybe that's just a a common term of endearment in Old Hampshire.
2: I don't know because they're all just nasty haters. <laughs> 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 You're just jealous. <laughs> You're just jealous, of my name.
5: Yeah, I mean, you can't hate on a guy, but you can't be concerned for him. I'm I'm concerned for him.
2: I feel yeah, like it's a true story. Guy changed his name to Fire Exit.
5: I mean, it sounds like he's, he's reporting a net good from the change.
2: He said it's the only name that you could truly say is, is up in lights the world over. With the signs being universal, whatever language you may speak. It's
5: beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yep. now, and he's, he's, he's a symbol as well. You know, he yeah, sees his like name Prince. and symbol everywhere.
2: Yep. It's a good guy old... running
5: from flames.
2: <laughs> Think about this this guy's kids. Again, he's a father of four oh, dad. Come on, man. You brought shame to the family. Yeah, you, you,
5: you were the ultimate dad joke. Come on, man. Yeah, maybe they like it. Maybe it's fun. Maybe it's all fun.
2: Here's Sounds my like son. A- my son, first floor.
5: <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: dude. Uh, my daughter, tornado shelter. I'm just trying to think of stupid signs. <laughs> mm-hmm. Risk of flood. Yeah. All right, let's uh, give away some stuff. The Rizzuto Show. Here, have some free sh. All right, we're going to give away some stuff courtesy of...
5: T.R. Hughes, half-acre new home sites in Winsville and five-acre new home sites in St. Charles. Visit uh, trhughes.com.
2: All right, simple game. Liv is going to read you a headline, and you tell us if the story is something we made up or if it's something that happened in the great state of Florida. Two out of three, right? You win. 314 624 3833 or 618 398 3833.
1: Let's go to Alan. Good morning, Alan. Yo, yo. Happy birthday,
2: Liz. Oh, thanks. Ah, see, I he got it. You got us. Yes. You got us. All right, we have uh, Point Fest tickets. We have WWE Monday Night Raw tickets, Snoop On tickets, or tickets to go see Jerry Cantrell. All right, Alan, here we go. Your first headline. A Brooksville,
4: right. a Brooksville man was arrested for assaulting a woman with pancake batter inside her house.
2: Uh, let's go Florida. That's Florida, baby. Nice. Ooh. Yep. Next.
4: A Taco Bell worker in Miami was arrested for impersonating a police officer after he attempted to confiscate drugs from a customer so he could use them.
2: Sounds like Miami. <laughs> made that one up. All right, final one, Alan.
4: A homestead man was arrested for cocaine possession and then got recharged for eating a police car seat while he was in
5: custody.
2: Smart man. Sounds like Florida. That's Florida, baby. (laughs) (laughs) Hang on.
5: I see see his strategy. He ate a police car seat, huh? Oh, yeah, Yeah. not that guy's strategy. I meant to call (laughs) it. Alex.
2: All right, Josh, you ready to go? Yes. Here we go.
5: A Palm Beach man
4: drove his Ferrari into the water because, quote, Jesus told him
5: to.
2: Ooh, man, Florida.
5: If Jesus is your co-pilot, switch seats.
2: <laughs> Florida. Next.
4: A Jacksonville sheriff who was busted for DUI told the arresting officer he'd let him sleep with his wife if he let him go.
2: Florida. Ooh. Made that no, one up. Sorry. Oh, that was tough. That was yeah. tough. That's a I a that one. Me too. Uh, Josh in Pacific. Good morning, Josh. Good morning, guys. All right, Josh, here Come we go. Fake news or Florida?
4: A Pompano Beach woman was arrested for DUI after she crashed into a police station.
2: Florida. <laughs> made that one up. Made that one up. We've had stories like that, but not from this particular area. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sorry. Next.
4: A spider monkey attacked a Home Depot employee after escaping from its owner.
2: Florida. Yeah, that's yeah. Florida. Yeah, come on. That's 100% Florida.
4: <laughs>
2: that's just a Tuesday in
4: Florida. <laughs> All
2: right, next. Final one.
4: A Titusville grandmother popped out her teeth to scare off a nude burglar on her porch.
5: <laughs> Made up. Ah, it's Florida. <laughs> <laughs> You get out of here.
2: <laughs> <laughs> 314-624-3833 or 618-398-3833. Dustin in Imperial. Good morning, Dustin.
3: Good morning, everyone.
2: All right, Dustin, here we go. Fake news of Florida.
4: A Miami man swam into the ocean and attempted to beat up a school
5: of dolphins.
3: Uh, fake news. Oh, yes, fake Correct. news.
5: Yeah, I, think, I think it's a pod of dolphins, so that <laughs> that's a it. Fit, yeah. <laughs> Next.
2: Next.
4: A Fort Pierce woman was arrested for drug possession and told police the wind blew cocaine into her purse.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's not mine. Uh, we'll go real. That's That's, That's, real. Real. That's, real. That That's a true story, too. Yeah. That
5: wind is wild.
4: Yeah, just yep. blew it right into my nose.
2: <laughs> I don't like cocaine, it's like the way it smells. <laughs> Uh, let's go to Drew in Highland. Drew, good morning. Good morning, guys. Hey, Drew. Let's uh, let's play fake news in Florida. Here we go.
4: A Treasure Island man broke oh, into girl, a stranger's garage way. to use their coffee maker and didn't take anything else.
2: Florida. Yep. Yeah.
5: I think I remember that.
2: Yep. Next.
4: A Chick-fil-A manager was arrested for assault after she tried to stick a customer's hand into the French fryer.
2: Fake? Hey, it's fake news. All right. Absolutely. It was Chick-fil-A.
4: Yeah. They, they do that at Waffle House, not yeah, Chick-fil-A. Yeah, it's a Waffle House thing
5: for sure. Yeah. <laughs> my, my pleasure.
2: Uh, Michelle, good morning. Uh,
4: good morning, guys. And uh, Liv. morning. All right, Howdy. Michelle,
2: here we go. Fake news of Florida.
4: A Brockville woman was arrested for assault after beating her boyfriend with a pork chop. Florida. Damn right. Yeah.
2: Damn right that is. Next.
4: a choice. A Naples woman was arrested for DUI and asked a cop to drink her last two beers with her. Florida.
2: Oh, no. I'm sorry. No. Made that one up. I was quick on the trigger there.
4: Sorry. (laughs) It seems legit.
2: (laughs) It seems legit. Totally. That was was fake news. Uh, All right. One final one.
4: A St. Petersburg a individual guy. was busted for soliciting a prostitute after he offered to pay an undercover cop with hamburgers for sex. Uh fake?
2: Oh, oh that's Florida.
4: I don't know if you're hungry enough, man. Damn. Mm.
2: Uh Charlie, hello. Hey, how's it going? Uh so far so good. Let's uh, let's do fake news of Florida.
4: A Brockville man was arrested during a job interview at Kohl's after he tried to shoplift Nike sneakers.
2: That sounds like Florida. Yep, Oh yeah. Florida. <laughs> Next.
4: A Brandonton dog walker was busted for public intoxication after she took a bath in a shopping mall fountain with her dogs.
2: that sounds like there. I'm sorry, you said I'm this. go fake. Fake news? Fake
4: news indeed. All right.
2: well done. Killing it. All right, one final contestant. Uh, let's go to Donnie. Hello, Donnie. Good morning. All right, Donnie. Last contestant. Fake news or Florida?
4: A Sarasota babysitter was charged with drug possession after smoking so much marijuana, a family's golden retriever had to be treated for smoke inhalation.
2: Uh, Florida. Uh, it's fake, fake news. news. It's fake news.
4: Next. A Fort Pierce man told police the cocaine in his car must have been blown in by the wind.
2: Florida. That's Florida. And again, true story, <laughs> the damn wind, I tell That's you. Florida. All right, one final one.
4: An Orlando woman told police she couldn't get a DUI because her nine-year-old daughter was driving.
2: Florida. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Devastation. no. Oh, no. I am A nine year old was driving. Yeah.
5: That really bothered
2: you. It really did. Yeah, sorry. The Rizzuto Show. Traffic and weather. All right, Moon, if you would. You know what to make me feel better? Craig's this freak of the week. Yes. That's next. And Moon, if you would open up the chat room. I would. Rizzuto chat room. Hop in there, and uh, we need your name suggestions for these three brand new freaks. Liv will read the freaks. You guys will name them. And then we'll all vote. For our favorite Freak, via Twitter, at R-I-Z-Z Show. We'll see who moves on to the next round of the Freak of the What's up, podcasters? Listen up. Riz here for Dobbs Tire and Auto Center is the real deal for real deals since 1976. Let Dobbs team of 600-plus tire techs and automotive service associates care for your family vehicles. So let the tire and service pros at Dobbs, just in time for spring break driving, let's make sure everything on the family trucks is working all right. Be sure to check out Dobbs Money Saver March deals at go to Dobbs.com. Dobbs, the real deal for real deals since 1976. Hey, everybody, this is Garth Brooks saying thanks for supporting and spreading the word and for listening to The Rizzuto Show. All right, welcome back to the program. It's a rich show presented by The Fastlane. It's time for the Craigslist Freak of the Week. Liv is here, and uh, we got uh, three brand new ads from you. You know, I didn't even realize. So we have an Ireland ad, and tomorrow is St. Patrick's Day. That Ooh. is not That is not by...
4: How lucky. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> that is fate. Yeah, that's fate. I didn't say, let's pull an ad from Ireland. This, it, it's fate. So Liv will read the ad. I'll read all three of them. You guys name them in the chat room. And then when Liv is done reading the third and final ad... You will then vote for your favorite via Twitter at RIZZ Show. So Ireland, Toronto, and we're going to British Columbia.
5: Ah, beautiful.
2: Yes, beautiful British Columbia.
5: (laughs)
4: Beautiful people there, I Uh hear. (laughs) Are
2: you guys ready to go? Let's, uh, Let's do this. Live ad number one.
4: Feather Fun, man for woman, 47 years old, Ireland. Looking for an open-minded lady who wants to frolic around my farm with me. Here's the catch. You'll have to be wearing my homemade backdoor plug made with 100% real peacock feathers. (laughs) It took me a couple months to gather all the materials and now that it's ready, I'm looking for that special lady to wear it out. I'll be chasing you through the pasture while you're wearing nothing but the plug. I can't wait to see that plumage in motion. We'll run around for a bit We'll take care of each other when I catch you. Rest, eat, and then run around again. It's going to be so much fun. Here's to hoping that the feathers stay affixed to the plug. I know I did a great job. I have some homemade Mountain Dew we can drink to loosen up a bit. See you soon. Uh, (laughs) What?
2: uh, I mean, (laughs) okay. Yeah. (laughs) Moon, your thoughts?
5: <laughs> I think these names are great. I think this is going to be a great day for names.
2: Uh, Scott, you know what's going on here, right? I guess
1: she's just—that's uh, all she's going to be wearing. Yeah, yeah. And uh, he's going to chase the, her the around back backdoor plug.
2: Yeah. With peacock feathers, and they're going to be Bloomage. running around. Yeah.
1: Yeah. A lot of running. A lot of running. This just sounds around. like a good time. <laughs> I just hope uh, when they rest, she doesn't sit down. That seems painful. Yeah. we'll We'll
2: rest. Eat and then we'll run around again.
4: And, then, and you gotta drink some homemade Mountain Dew, homemade Mountain Dew which yeah. I don't know why that's the part that's like getting <laughs> well,
2: that, me. I wasn't into that till I saw the homemade. <laughs> you no, know, you go to the store for that, right? It's yeah. not that expensive. <laughs> well, there's nothing like making it, making it on your own, though. Yeah. Nothing like homemade <laughs> Mountain Dew. I wonder if homemade it's like Dew. the old <sighs>
1: reference of uh, drink like a booze or something, because Mountain oh, Dew kind of used to mean.
2: We'll look it up. Maybe it's, it's oh. something in in Ireland. Look at
4: the Irish. Maybe mountain it's something dew. in
2: Ireland that they that they drink. It's not actually Mountain Dew. Let's see here.
0: Give
1: her the old Irish yeah. Mountain Dew. Do the dew.
2: <laughs> Irish
5: moonshine.
1: Oh, that's what that is. Yeah. Oh, they ah. call that Mountain Dew? Yeah. Oh, see, that,
5: that makes sense.
2: That's pretty cool. A couple
5: people asking if this is something that may happen on a Riz farm.
2: Nope. <laughs> <laughs> that might
4: have been one of my first nope. thoughts. Oh, fun. We don't have any
2: peacocks. We got turkeys though. Yeah, turkey you know, feather. Turkey huh? feathers. <laughs> All right, names. Well,
5: um, let's start with, well, Feather Locklear came over a few times, but that's a gal's that's name. That's a gal's This, name. this is a guy a that's shoot. right yeah. in the ad, so Simon Fowl, Orlando Plume. <laughs> wow. Wait, wait, wait. Larry Bird, Floyd Mayfeather, Doug the Plug, <laughs> Plug Flutie, Plug McGraw. Oh, man. There's so many options.
2: Orlando Plume. I like this. Yeah. He
4: says Plume in the ad. Yeah, so Orlando I feel like...
5: Plume is, is the
2: <laughs> <right now. laughs> <sighs> Orlando Plume Wow, great guys Well done Yep,
5: It's going to be a good day
2: Okay <laughs> And I'm glad we got two consenting adults in this ad Just for, just, it's nice to be outside
4: Yeah, it is <laughs> A little workout because you're running around
2: <laughs> Nice to be outside, cardio, all that <laughs> stuff Okay, <laughs> let's get to ad number two Liv coming at you
4: Boss for new hire, man for woman, 49 years old, Toronto, Canada. I am the head of sales at a certain company that you for sure have heard of. And I've been turned on by a recent new hire. She's quite frankly, one of the sexiest girls I've ever laid eyes on. I decided that since I'm recently single and have an empty house, it's the perfect time to live out my fantasy there. Do you want a job? You'll be compensated with a salary and love. I'll pay you good money to be my new underling. You'll clean the house, dust and polish every knob in the house daily. <laughs> you will have to You'll have to polish the knobs even if some of my buddies are over for a work <laughs> meeting. You will get a fully furnished bedroom all to yourself. It's my daughter's room, so every other weekend you'll have to stay in my room and pretend we are a couple in case she asks. Please be disease-free, brunette, thin and pretty. Anyone can apply except Armenians. <laughs> Must be willing to do any task I ask. I'll do a background check, so please send references when you email. Send nude pick, too. I don't want any gross surprises.
2: All right. There you That's go. Great one.
4: So many knobs to polish. Uh, I will do a background <laughs>
2: check. So I, I see in your background there's some Armenian. You're
1: oh, out. you're out. Yeah, a lot
2: of uh, knob polishing. We've got a lot of doors.
1: And okay.
4: even me. when his friends are over He's got a lot yeah. of doors <laughs> Man. He's got the brass knobs <laughs> all around
2: the house you Guys, I don't know what else you're thinking about uh, Moon? Well, people started
5: off with like Rick Boss Boss Hog,
2: <laughs> Steve's
5: Jobs uh, And then we have uh, Like Work Diggler a play on <laughs> okay. Dirk Diggler yeah. uh, then we have um, uh, Knob Boss uh, Knobbert Plant <laughs> 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 And Ricky Knobby Oh man, Nobert Plant. Nobert Plant. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so good. Nobert Plant. Yeah, I was done writing until I saw that one and I had to write Whoa. again.
1: Nobert Plant. Okay. <laughs> nice work, guys. Nice work.
2: <laughs> okay, and finally, oh man, I forgot about this one. Finally, your third and final ad, Live coming at you.
4: Tend to your female or anyone, 46 years old, Revelstoke, British Columbia. I have been a nurse in a nursing home for a few years. I really love the job and helping people live out their final days in a great place. My one problem is how turned on I get when I have to clean a person. Oh boy. The smells, textures, and how I have to clean my nails from the random messes. It's so exciting. I never know what the day will bring. I've been into scat and golden shower play for a while. However, it doesn't get me turned on like it used to, though I still welcome that, of course. I am ready to go further. I'm looking for someone that has boils or warts that I can drain. I want to taste and feel those masses when we get together. This may seem odd, but I (laughs) promise it will be beautiful. I can send you a pic of me to let you know that I'm a big, beautiful lady.
2: Oh. There's something (laughs) going on here. Well... Okay. What got me really, really <laughs> my mouth watering was the whole, have to clean my nails. Because oh. I'm imagining yeah. what's getting underneath her fingernails, because she's obviously not wearing gloves. Yes.
1: That uh, seems like she could solve that issue. My
2: I, my mouth started to water in a way that was not invoking like, hmm, I can't wait to eat something. It was, I going to vomit.
4: She wants to taste the boil drainage. Though. Oh.
2: <laughs> okay.
1: <laughs> There's taste of the rainbow. taste of the boil uh. drainage.
4: <laughs> boil drainage. Two words I never wanted to Where say in my is life. Where
2: the Doesn't that sound like a like an English, an English countryside, uh, you know, municipality? Yeah. No, yeah.
5: Never heard of that. No. See. <laughs>
2: Revels. All right, let's uh let's get some names here. Nurse Jackie.
5: Woman. Uh Jackie joyner Nursey. Um let's see, Susan Boyle. Well, uh. What about Bathy Bates?
2: Man, Susan Boyle though. I mean, she does say mm, Boyle. Yeah, that,
5: that, that did. we did zoom in on that yeah.
2: word. And that is a major part of the story. All right, Susan Boyle it is. Susan uh, Boyle. It turns
1: out Revelstoke is in between Kamloops and Calgary. Oh, <laughs> Kamloops right is
2: awesome. Yeah. Heard about cam loops before? All right, there you go. There are your three ads. You've got uh, ad number one, and that is Orlando Plume. Orlando Plume uh,
5: has a plug for you, and it has peacock feathers on it, and you get to run around his farm in Ireland, and it's gonna be great. <laughs> it's just gonna be great. Yikes!
2: It's a homemade backdoor plug, by the way. Don't don't leave oh, out. Oh yeah, that that's fact. right. Yeah, Yikes. they
5: don't sell this one. This is a one of one. No, this
2: is a one of one. So it's finally <laughs> ready to go, and looking for a special lady to come wear it. Uh, then he heard from Nobert Plant.
5: This guy's the boss. He's uh, head of sales at a certain company that you've definitely heard of. He wants to hire you at the house to polish every knob in the house. <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh, then you got uh, Susan Boyle.
5: And then, uh, yeah, Susan Boyle's nasty. Yep. Nasty. Wants to bathe everybody. Smell your
2: <laughs> boils and, and, and bleh. Okay. Liv, I need, I need you to vote for somebody. Uh, Who are you endorsing?
4: Absolutely, one hundred percent Susan
2: Boyle. Susan Boyle, because
5: she wants to taste your Boyle drainage. Oh my gosh!
2: <laughs> Moon?
5: Susan Boyle, hands down.
2: Man, if it wasn't for Susan Boyle, Orlando Plume would be the guy. Yeah. But it's 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 Susan Boyle <laughs> for me.
1: Ah. Yeah, there's I There's a think, lot going on there. I think she is uh, gonna She's dominate this week.
4: Once you start ingesting bodily fluids, oh, right. like, oh, yeah.
1: okay, Stop it. <laughs> what kind though? Stop it. All, <laughs> all right, of Orlando Plume,
2: Norbert Plant, Ooh. Susan Boyle. There are your three ads. Yeah, Ali. Vote. <laughs> we'll have the winner tomorrow morning when we sign on. Uh, right, Got to take a break. Got to regroup. <laughs> Grab on celebrities after the break. Chris Jericho Fazzi, and you're listening to The Risuto Show. Happy birthday, Riz. Always try the risuto. I don't like that. That one cuts, to be honest with you, because it's a risotto, risuto thing.
4: He was trying for a funny. Yeah.
2: I guess. Riz didn't like it. <laughs> <out of there. laughs> I would never tell that to his face,
4: though.
2: <laughs> very, very large man. And very nice, by the way. He, he was, was super, he was super nice. He is. Super.
4: I've hung out with him before. I, oh, I drank uh-huh. his vodka.
2: That's a name.
4: He's nice. He's great.
2: All right. Today is uh, March the 16th. Back in the day, 221 years ago, 1802, the U.S. Military Academy at West Point is established. 63 years ago, 1960, Alfred Hitchcock's Psycho premieres. 55 years ago, nineteen sixty-eight, Otis Redding's Sitting on the dock of the bay, hits number one, becoming the first ever posthumous number one hit. He had died in a plane crash back in December 10th, on December 10th of 1967.
5: That was the first number Jeez. one First
2: posthumous ever hit? posthumous number one oh. hit. Wow. Uh, 32 years ago, 1991, Reba McIntyre's tour manager and seven members of her band were killed along with two pilots in a plane crash. Reba was on a separate plane.
5: This
1: was a... Private plane?
2: I would assume. Yeah, I think it was. Yeah, I would assume. uh, 28 years ago, 1995, Eze e announces he had AIDS. He died 10 uh, 10 days later. And three years ago today in 2020, Major League Baseball suspends spring training and postpones the season because of the pandemic.
5: Man, I forgot Mm -hmm. about that.
2: And that's what happened back in the day. And now, Crap on Celebrities. All right, it's time to find out what's going on in the world of music and entertainment with your Crap on Celebrities. Your
5: Crap, brought to you by Bright House Plumbing. Call the best, flush the rest. BrightHouseCo.com 636-600-0188. Ryan Reynolds is about to cash in on his involvement with Mint Mobile. T-Mobile has purchased the low-cost phone company for wh- how much? You, how much you think? I mean, I, I know this is probably you know not in your um, wheelhouse, I have but no idea. any guesses yeah. as to what that would be worth? I would say
2: hundreds of millions.
5: One point three billion dollars. One point three five billion dollars. You Dang. were way off.
2: Whoa, really? One point
5: three five billion. <laughs> I'll take that. So That's Mint
2: Mobile is Ryan Reynolds' phone company. So Ryan, I, I know he's done the ads for him. Yeah,
5: so Reynolds is the minority owner in Mint Mobile. I didn't he, know that. he owns twenty to twenty five percent of the company, he is also the spokesperson uh, spokesperson. In a statement, he said, quote, We are so happy T Mobile beat out an aggressive last minute bid from my mom, Tammy Reynolds, as huh. we believe the excellence of their 5G network will provide a better strategic fit than my mom's slightly above average mahjong skills. <laughs> I am so proud of the entire Mint team and so excited for all this money. No, no, I'm sorry. said uh, so excited for, all, for what's to come. Here's some audio.
2: Right, here's uh, Ryan Reynolds. Mint has run on T-Mobile's network since its inception. Uh, and the reason people have such a great experience
5: with Mint is due to the T-Mobile network, especially its unrivaled lead in 5G.
1: Well, Ryan, we are so happy to have you and the whole Mint team join the T-Mobile family.
2: <laughs> well, I wouldn't call it a family, Mike. A family's a place for misdirected hopes and dreams. I'm hoping this will be much better than that.
1: Well, T-Mobile is all about value.
2: Oh, that's our Ryan. Ryan, Ryan. being always, Ryan, always sarcastic, oh, huh? You goofy rich guy. Ryan being Ryan. Uh, how much is he
5: getting? He well, twenty to twenty-five percent of one point three five billion. Do the math, somebody, yeah, somebody, somebody, not do the a math. Bad day. that's like two hundred eighty
2: well, million. Well, I mean. That's the total sale, so...
5: $1.35 billion,
2: yes. $1.35 billion. That doesn't mean he gets 25% of that per se.
5: I don't know. All, all I do know is that he's getting paid. He's getting paid. He's getting he, a lot And he's going to stay as the spokesman. All right, well... <laughs> uh, Joe Exotic. I know everybody's been asking, what's yes, the Joe what? Exotic yeah, update? Ooh. I know he's in prison. Well, he's thrown his name in the race for president. The Tiger <laughs> Again? King star made the announcement on his campaign website. One problem, he's still in jail. That's a, uh, not a problem. He, he did write, quote, Yes, I know I am in federal prison, and you may think that this is a joke, but it is not. It is my constitutional right to do this even from here. He continued, I have been put here only because of the corruption in the Department of Justice. Three felons that were told how to lie under oath to further this agenda. Tiger King Doc brought exotic story to a worldwide audience. The former zookeeper is serving Do you remember what the murder for hire conviction gave him? Uh, how many years?
4: Don't remember. Thirteen?
5: Twenty one years. Uh, 21 years.
4: He should have stabbed somebody over making fun of the size of yeah. his junk. Yeah. Carol Baskin. If he
2: was in Germany. <laughs> yes.
5: <laughs> All right. They are saying writer-director Quentin Tarantino is gearing up for his final film, which will begin production this fall. The film, quote, the movie critic, will reportedly focus on Pauline Kael, uh, K-A-E-L an influential movie critic. The Hollywood Reporter says "The kale who died in 2001, was not just a critic but also an essayist and a novelist. She was known for her uh, fights with editors as well as filmmakers. In the late 70s, uh, she had a brief uh, tenure working as a consultant for Paramount, a position that she accepted at the behest of actor Warren Beatty. Tarantino spoke out about his final projects last year even saying Kill Bill Volume 3 was in the cards he added I do have an idea of what I want to do with it so that's supposed to uh, begin production this so fall So
2: that's the subject of Quentin Tar- uh, Tarantino's new film as far oh. as what they're saying And no I, that's the older that's only details That's all
5: I got that's that's huh. the story everywhere I'm seeing oh. it Okay uh, Brian May Who's Brian May live you know Brian May yeah, uh, Queen Guy. That's right. Queen, queen guy. guy. We it call is. him yeah. <laughs> Queen Guy. Well, Queen Guy met King Guy and was knighted by King Guy. So now Queen Guy is Sir Queen Guy. The whole sword and everything. <laughs> huh? I think yeah. so, yeah. He was knighted I by. dub <laughs> <thee.
2: laughs>
5: He was knighted by King Charles during a ceremony at Buckingham Palace on uh, March 14th. The Queen guitar player received the honor not only for his contributions to music, but also for his ongoing charity work. The British government announced may as a recipient at the end of 2022 at that time the rocker shared his joy in an interview saying this is kind of a license a kind of commission to carry on doing what i'm doing and it gives me a bit more power to my elbow so i'm very happy about that following the ceremony at buckingham palace brian may expressed appreciation that king charles himself actually handled the honors i guess sometimes there's other folks that yeah may.
2: yeah you know what's so a- i
5: thought it had to be the king or the queen but
2: mm-hmm. i guess That's not I, thought. I, thought. I guess they could deputize somebody um so you hear about for the coronation, which is coming up in April, is it? You live; you're the show's yeah, royal expert.
4: I am the expert.
2: Uh, <laughs> so they're having problems getting musical guests; it's like nobody wants to do it. Huh? They asked like uh, you know Ed Sheeran; he can't do it. Adele's not doing it.
5: Oh yeah, a couple of them are saying this because of scheduling. A Harry couple Styles. of them don't say why they're not doing it.
2: Harry Styles ain't doing it. So looking for. T- maybe oh. the teenage dirt bags would be awesome.
5: Yeah. <laughs> I'll have to check the schedule.
2: Or the dirt bags gone country, I think would be <laughs> not, great.
5: Not sure they can afford that. Not sure they can afford
2: that. Oh, they can afford it.
5: Ooh, we'll see. Uh, Brian May also was talking about how he has a cordial relationship with the king, noting that the two have quite a lot in common. He has enormous respect for him. I think he's been through some very difficult times and always behaved with incredible grace and dignity, is what he said. Asked about his other bandmates, you know, uh, Freddie Mercury, what would he have thought? And he said Freddie would have loved it. I think he, if had he been around, he would have loved being honored, or no, he would have been honored long ago, and very rightly so. Mm-hmm. Jack Black and the Farrelly brothers have combined... For a Christmas comedy, and it's in the works. It's called Dear Santa. The Fairly Brothers, we know them. The dumb, and, they're behind uh, Dumb and uh, Dumber, Shallow House, something about time. Mary. This is about a kid who writes a letter to Santa, but he accidentally sends it to Satan instead. No, <laughs> no, no word on who Jack is playing. It also stars uh, Keegan Michael Key, uh, Brianne Howie. And uh, uh, Jack's recently teased the movie on social media, a few photos of himself with Christmas decorations. So that will be a fun thing to look forward to.
2: Uh I believe uh, our guest is on the phone. Sorry to pause. Hey, no worries, man. But uh, we got to get a very big superstar on the phone. Ladies and gentlemen, Burt Kreischer. (laughs) (laughs) And that's how I expected this phone call to start, actually, (laughs) by that sound. (laughs) <laughs> I think like, the first sound Bert's going to make is uh, 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 You win $5 Star of stage and screen Bert Kreischer Dude, you are a busy, busy man
3: I have so much stuff to promote I don't even know where to start Let's start with my wife's in menopause How's that start? Okay, how's oh, that going for you? cool uh, it's it's been a little rough. I'm not going to lie to you.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I was I was listening to you on uh, you on Joe Rogan earlier this week, and uh, you know you talked very lovingly about your wife, um, and how, how <laughs> <laughs> did you get in trouble for what you said? By the way, yes, I did. Oh no, I, I, I meant it
3: as a compliment, and doesn't come out that way though.
2: Okay, so he said, uh, "Thank God I'm not married to a woman who I could." Joe, (laughs) to
3: look, I'm trying to say, like, the the ones you see in the videos are not the ones you want to buy a home with. That's what I meant,
5: (laughs) right? Yeah, I can see how that can go the wrong way.
3: (laughs) Yeah, the the ones you see that get stuck in the washer or the, the drying machine, and then the guy comes up behind them, those aren't the ones that you want booking your dental appointments. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my goodness. You know, it makes sense. Yeah, yeah.
5: Well, now what makes sense is why he's staying so busy right now. After saying these (laughs) things. Yeah, he's trying to stay away. Uh,
2: Yeah, no, no. But she, I mean, you you said she bought a house just without asking you. Uh, She set everything up for you. I mean, you're a taken care of man, aren't you? And you're very lucky. Oh, yeah.
3: I literally, before I, I literally five times before I called you, She goes, hey, uh, personal conversation. And I was like, yeah. And she goes, uh, and listed, like, five things. Georgia switched her room in her dorm. Her roommate was addicted to drugs. Leanne fell. She hurt her wrist. Her trainer, like, I mean, she, like, ran through five really big things (laughs) within five seconds. And I'm overwhelmed. I go, baby, I got to call in the St. Louis. (laughs) (laughs) Now you now when you're when you're not on tour,
2: you know, doing Burt Kreischer things, you are, you know, the ultimate dad, aren't you? You're there for your family.
3: Yeah.
6: <laughs> is that a question? I mean,
3: like like as much as as much as a navy SEAL is, you know? Like if you do I'm, you like, have to an, I'm like I'm like a I'm like an oil rig worker. Like <laughs> I make sure everyone's taken care of and I'm home every now and then and I and I don't cheat because I'm living on an oil rig. Uh huh. Now, do you go to, like, school if you have to?
2: Like, so if, the, if there's a parent-teacher conference, are you showing up to that? And are the teachers
3: taking it seriously? Oh, I, I mean, I, I have a bit about it. I, one time I went to a parent-teacher conference. I was so hungover. I did not want to go. They had, like, you have to go. I was dyslexic. They want to hold her back. And I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> so I grabbed two Diet Cokes out of the fridge, kill a coffee, get to the meeting, cram on the Diet Cokes, put it to my lips, and realize I have a Coors Light. Ah. Uh. <laughs> It's a game-time decision. What do you do? What do you do? Do you, do you, do you, do you on yourself, or do you murder that course Light? You got to murder yeah, the Coors yeah. Light. And then pray you have another Coors Light in the other pocket, right? <laughs> right. So so what ended like, up happening? I murdered that course Light, and I killed the other one, and then I fixed the problem. I said, let's just teach her Braille. She's dyslexic, right? Mm-hmm. Let's teach her Braille. Her eyes don't work. And they're like, we're not teaching her Braille. I go, well, what would you do if you had a blind kid? And they're like, what? I go, her eyes don't work. She can't read. She's dyslexic. What would you do if you had a, a blind kid? And they go, can we give them audio books? I go, can we give her audio books? And they're like, yeah, I guess we could. And I was like, no, problem solved. There we go. Thank nice. you, Coors Light. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you,
2: Coors Light. <laughs> Thank you, Coors Light. Yeah, I guess you are, you are. You know, you're making the rounds this week. So you're on Rogan. I guess they just released a podcast, the Fly in the Wall podcast with you and, uh, and Dana Carvey and, and David Spade, which I guess you taped last year, which was
3: kind of weird to yeah, hear. I, I taped it in October. They're just so backlogged. I mean, they've got so many in the in a can, and then and then they were they were like, we're going to release it in February. I was like, well, you we might as well wait till March when my special comes out.
2: Which which is out now. Congratulations on the uh, oh, razzle dazzle uh, Netflix special. Uh, but on the, yeah. uh, on the Fly on the Wall podcast, and, and I, I, I never really heard the story. I kind of heard about the story is where Ari Shafir gave you Molly without you knowing. And if you yeah. want to hear the full story, it's it's on that podcast, but it is a wild story. And the fact that you're still friends with him <laughs> is amazing.
3: Yeah, yeah. He slipped uh, he me Molly in my backyard in front of my kids. And uh, and he just, he, you know, I love the guy. And, you know, it's like... It's so, it's so hard to defend because you're like, my daughter said to me, she's like, why why would you be still be friends with them? And she goes, would you allow me to be friends with someone that roofied me? And I was like, oh, absolutely not. She goes, well, then why would you be friends with him? I was like, well, I don't know. <laughs> it's,
2: a, it's, a, it's a complicated question. Well, the story goes, Moon, that he was, you were about to go out on tour, right? And you were doing like yeah. a last minute podcast in your backyard with Ari Shafir and, and he wanted to do shots. And you're not a shot guy,
3: but he insisted, right? He goes, he goes, let's do a shot of scotch. And I was like, who shoots scotch? I was like, whatever. And as I drank it, I felt something, it tasted off. And I just was like, Yeah, that's scotch. That's why I don't drink scotch. And then halfway into the podcast, I felt, I felt like, I felt my face felt like hot. And I was like. I was like, man, do you, your face feel hot? He's like, really, really? Do you think you're on something? And I was like, what? Oh, no. Oh, yeah. And then, and then I had a full blown panic attack. Because I was like, oh, yeah, because I'm like, I mean, look, I mean, I'm being very candid to anyone listening, but like people do die. There's fentanyl. I don't know what, what, and I have high blood pressure and high cholesterol. I'm on medication. I go, did you check with my cardiologist? And he was like, absolutely not. I go. What if I die? I go. What if I die? And he goes. Well, then you die, I guess. I don't know. I guess i have in trouble
2: now, Bert. What do you? What? What? Would you have said if he said, "Yeah, I did check with your cardiologist." He says it's cool. I would have, I would have been
3: like, "Then let's go." <laughs> so, I told you with cardiologist, and he said this dose should be fine. I'd be like, "All right, we're good." And and you were. I mean,
2: you were messed up. This was like high grade stuff, and he dosed you with quite a bit.
3: Oh, I had to get on a plane that night. Well, I went to the. I went to the comedy store. Well, I went and told my wife. I said, listen, you're going to be livid with what I tell you, but I need you to take care of me and not take care of you right now. Because if she took care of you, she'd go out and beat the hell out of Ari. I said, dude, I need you to take care of me. I need to get on a plane. I need to get packed. And I, I, I do not want to see the girls. And so she sent me to the comedy store. It was early, and we went to the comedy store. And I ran into David Spade, and I told him what was happening. And now I was blowing up. Like, I was, like, blowing up. And... Everyone was laughing about it. Obviously, I was, you know, it's, it's a little traumatic to get slip drugs yeah. uh, when you don't know. But then I had to get on a plane, and the dude next to me got the best back massage he has ever gotten in his life.
6: <laughs> oh, man.
3: oh, my. I would not shut up. I would not. And it was a night flight. It was a red eye. I would not shut up.
2: And Did I believe you, the story he, is you came to, I think, it, Kansas Kansas I think City. It, either Kansas City or St. Louis. I came to Kansas City, I think. Uh, wherever Tech 9 lives. Oh, Kansas
5: City. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 That's how he remembers <laughs> it. But did that podcast ever see the light of day? The one that the one that you were recording?
3: No, and I never released it. I, I didn't. The reason I didn't release it is I didn't want. And this is, I mean, fault but like, it's not as funny as you think because because it's it's interesting, but it you see a very vulnerable side of me where I realize I've been drugged and I'm not happy, and you see me have a panic attack and. I was like, and and Whitney. I called Whitney Cummings, and she goes, "You don't want this to be your crying Jordan moment, where like, (laughs) where where everyone everyone shows the look of your realization anytime anything happens, and then you become a meme."
5: Wow, the crying Jordan reference. That's 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 a brilliant way to look at that.
3: Yeah.
2: So so and and you're still he's still friends with this
3: guy. (laughs) Yeah, I talked to him last night. I was supposed to go to his hot tub and have a cigar. It's hard having a drink around him. I'm not going to lie. I, I can
2: imagine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I
3: think you even... Like, talk- I, 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 Go ahead. He pulled me aside the last time I was with him. He pulled me aside and he says, you have to know I will never drug you again. And I was like, I kind of trust that.
2: <laughs> <laughs> what if he's joking
5: about that? I'm still got a lock on <laughs> well, my back. I
3: mean, look, the ultimate joke. I mean, as a comic, like, feelings aside, the ultimate joke is him doing it again. I mean, that's the ultimate <laughs> joke is... Are you serious? Like, I had to do it.
2: Uh, do people All ever bad. show up to your house uh, randomly wanting to party? Because you have that, you know, that persona. That's your, that's your. you know, you're the machine. Uh, yeah, no,
3: we had to buy a new house. We had to buy a new house because we got doxxed and people would show up. they show up with the they show up with letters. <laughs> they'd show up and go, I just want to meet Isla. And I'm like, I, I, yeah, we, we had doxxed and we had to buy a new house. And, now, and it stinks because even, like, uh, like the UPS guys will show up and they'll be like, shut up. This is where you live. Or like cops, we got broken into one time and the cops showed up. Like someone got, came on our property and the cops were like, Oh, shut up. Like oh, and we had, my sister had a, had a, 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 a heart thing go on and she lived at my old house and the ambulance driver was like, Hey, I, th- I thought you lived here. <laughs> wow. Oh, man, <laughs> wow, <laughs> makes you
2: nervous. Yeah. Well, I, I, yeah, I guess. so. I mean, you, you've kind of you've kind of developed that, you know, personality. You you know, you've created that whole thing around you that you're the
3: party guy. But people take it too far. Yeah, and, and, and well, and more importantly, it's like my I, I've never. I mean, this is the problem I have. It's like, you watch Razzle Dazzle, you watch any of my specials on Netflix, you know everything about me. If you listen to my podcast, I share everything, and uh, and it's. And I think people really feel like I know you, yeah. like you're one of my friends. And, and I know that feeling. I understand it because I, I do that with even with my friends. Like I saw Rogan the other day and I was talking about stuff that I shouldn't know about only because I listened to the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> and so, and you guys know that is that people come up to you at like, at like signings or, or events and they're like, dude, my wife's going through the same thing. And you're like, well, I don't know what we're talking about. You got to catch up to speed.
2: Yeah, at, at at some point you, you're like, oh my god, this is creepy. But at, at the same time, thank you. You know, thank you for listening and thank you for hanging on to every word I say. You know, we we've created
3: this for ourselves. Yeah, and and I'm very grateful for it. And and it doesn't bother me. Like it bothers it bothers Isla and Georgia mm-hmm. way more. Like way more. But it doesn't bother me. I I I, I love it. I love interacting. I love all of it. But uh, it's got to be confusing being my daughter.
2: Um, so I'm on. I'm, uh, I'm flying out tomorrow. I'm going on vacation. But I will uh, download Razzle Dazzle to watch on the plane. Uh, is that that? Is that good plane? A good plane thing to watch?
3: I think so. I mean, I look. I, I think it's the best special I've ever done, and 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 the feedback I'm getting is that it's my best work yet. But. Uh, but I, you're always like embarrassed or nervous. Like I have a movie coming out in Memorial Day weekend in the machine. Yes, you do. And, I, and, and that is $30 million put into a, a thing that I I hope is like a game changer. I hope you go watch that and go like, dude, this is everything I wanted for this summer. But at the same time, you're very vulnerable. You put it out there. Like, I'm sure you feel it like, like this. But like, I'm always shocked anyone likes anything I do. Yes. Uh-huh. Like we fooled them all, huh? Oh, I mean anytime I've ever had any success, I'm like, "Okay, I guess I got one buyer uh, what is that? What do they call that imposter syndrome? I have that hardcore i have that I have that hardcore. I'm waiting for someone to go do an interview with me and go, "So you just take your shirt off, right That's your thing <laughs> Well, it's part of the thing
2: it's part of the thing but but the so the machine comes out on on may twenty sixth and this is the only movie that I've ever had somebody do this. I got a, I got you know a buddy in New York. He goes, "Hey, I'm flying out to St. Louis, and we're watching this movie together."
5: Oh, well, that's cute, man. Yeah,
2: I've never. I've, have you ever heard of somebody doing that for a movie? Like, I want to see this with you.
5: No, but if it, if if it were to happen, it would be for a movie like this.
2: Yeah,
3: yeah. I've, this is the first movie I've heard where people are like, "I'm renting out the movie theater," and yeah. like my friends, they're like, "They're like, we're renting out a movie theater," like in Tampa. I mean, I'd be shocked if you can find a movie theater to watch it in because people are like we're running out of movie theater and that's what gives me stress. I'm like, Oh God, I hope it's good enough. <laughs> like, so when this comes you know, out,
2: are you going to be watching the returns? Like how much do we make this weekend? Like what, oh, what are your I'm, expectations? I'm going, to, uh, I'm going to South Africa,
3: like Dave Chappelle. <laughs> <I'm disappearing. laughs> I don't want to deal with the stress I have to do. So we're doing a live in theater event, meaning it's going to stream into all the screens on Thursday mm-hmm. live. We're going to do that event. You can pre-buy your tickets at the machine.movie. But, uh, and and you can pre-buy your tickets for the event at the Machine movie. You can pre-buy your tickets for the theaters. And so I'm hoping people, I'm hoping people do that. But uh, I'm going to be terrified. I, I'm I'm going to be drinking myself into a hole for the entire weekend. I'm I'm gonna I'm like I don't know. I, I went to I, my my trailer's playing in front of Cocaine Bear right now. Uh-huh. And so and so I went to the movie theaters to go watch my trailer, and I was so nervous and sweaty and freaking out, and then my trailer didn't even play. Oh. Oh. I, was like, Did you, I was like, oh my God, <laughs> get me out of here, get
2: me out of here. Did you bring somebody with you to watch it with you? I
5: brought 10 people. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> what happened?
3: Oh, I was so embarrassed. <laughs> and I stood up in front of the movie theater and told everyone... My name is Bert Chrysler. You're about to see my trailer. I hope you enjoy it. No, no. My guy goes good luck in Hollywood, buddy.
6: (laughs) Yeah.
2: (laughs) Oh, man. Oh. Are you going to have a big uh, premiere? Like, uh, (laughs) we got plans for a big, like, Hollywood, Los Angeles, we're shutting down streets premiere?
3: I hope so. I really hope so. I mean, it's not far away. (laughs) I hope, I, are you kidding me? I hope that uh, uh, Harrison Ford shows up, <laughs> Carrie Fisher. I want everyone to show up. Carrie Fisher's not showing up. <laughs> All right, so, so uh, Harrison Ford has a plus one.
2: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because Mark Hamill is your
3: dad in the movie. I mean, yeah. Luke Skywalker is your dad. <laughs> oh,
6: yeah. You
3: want to know something even crazier? This movie is premiering on the exact same day Star Wars premiered 30 years ago. Wow, it's like serendipitous. I know. Uh, I'm so excited. Yeah. This is, I want people to go, Mark, this is your best work ever. <laughs> <laughs> well, if the trailer's indicative, I think it is. Yeah. It, I, well, I think, I think people
2: are going to be shocked. They're going to go, who? Yeah, aren't uh-huh. you Bert's dad? Yep. <laughs> yep. The force is with you and the force is strong with you. <laughs> yeah, the force is with you. The, the fat
3: is with you. <laughs>
2: <laughs> hey, before we let you go, also, you got the Fully Loaded Comedy Festival, uh, which starts in, in June. And I'm looking at the dates here, and you're playing a lot of
3: shows in a row. Is this something that you could maintain? Oh, well, first of all, I have, I have the lineup is sick. Have you sick. seen the lineup?
2: Oh, yeah. Well, I know who's in St. Louis. It's Big J. Orkerson, it's a Chad Daniels, it's a Fortune, theme, a fortune Themester. Jay Farrow and Tiffany Haddish
6: here in oh, St. Louis my goodness. and Mert.
3: Oh, huge. yeah. And then and, and then we've got – we've added Louis Black. We've got David Tell. We've got – I mean, the the lineup is so crazy. And so I, I can work forever when I'm hanging out with those guys. Like, oh. that that's not a big deal. We get on the tour bus. We party. Everyone does 15 minutes. I do a little longer, obviously, at the end. Because I feel like I feel like I, I, I don't know I feel like if I'm throwing up that storm, I should I should make sure everyone gets their money's worth that, that's what's wrong with me is I want to make sure everyone gets their money's worth because I know it's like to go to a show and not hear the hit. Mm-hmm. yeah so uh, but it's it's gonna be a blast and and we all we're on a bunch of tour buses and then we'll fly private when we need to and and just party party our brains out yeah this is gonna be like summer camp for you uh, it is by summer camp my favorite <laughs> part of this tour is everyone's on the bus. We're all going to bed and we're still making jokes with our curtains open in our bunks. That's my favorite part of the tour.
2: Uh, that's going to be great. So, June 24th here in St. Louis at Enterprise Center, it's uh, the Fully Loaded Comedy Festival. Again, we got Big J. Oakerson, who was here two weeks ago, yeah. uh, Chad Daniels, Fortune Feemster, Jay Farrow, Tiffany Haddish, of course, Burt himself. And, uh, you know, listening to you talk the other day to, uh, to, to Dana Carvey and, and David Spade, the fact that you're a machine bit is so famous. He's got, now for, for a stand-up comic, for people to shout out bits is is an amazing thing. So are you taking requests like that? Are people shouting out, hey, tell the machine story, tell the machine story at every stop you go to?
3: Oh yeah, I tell, I, I mean, I, I, I haven't told, it. I haven't not told the machine story in probably nine years. So yeah, I tell it every time. If, as long as people want to hear it, I'll tell it. I don't have a problem with it. I, I, I was in Austin. This is interesting. So Joe Rogan opened a new club. I go to Austin to do the podcast. And then I go to his new club and Ron White comes to watch me work. He pulls me aside. He's like, Hey, I'm a fan. I just want to see what you're working on. I want to see what you're doing. So I I'm doing all new material and the crowd starts chanting the machine. Mm -hmm. And I said, I'll tell you what, I'll tell the machine. If Ron White comes down and tells Tater Salad huh. and the place goes bananas, bananas, Ron White comes on stage and he's like, I don't remember how to tell it, but I'll do my best and hammers through Tater Salad. It murders so hard that I go, Hey guys, I'm going to have to tell a few jokes in between. I can't do the machine right now. You're going to see how bad it is. <laughs> You're awesome. going to be exposed. <laughs> and I go, that story's so tight. I don't have my machine, isn't that good? (laughs) And that's your most famous story, (laughs) and that's my most famous story. I go, Oh, let me uh, let me do some other bits. You guys want to hear anything else real quick?
2: Well, I don't think Tater Salad's going to be a movie, is it? I don't think so. With Mark Hamill, Uh, I don't think so. Uh, uh, well, I, I got lucky, I got lucky. Well, dude, I, I I can't wait to see you in June. June 24th here in uh, St. Louis Enterprise Center. It's the Load Comedy Festival. Razzle Dazzle now on Netflix. You're competing with the Pornhub documentary. So
3: I'm
6: <laughs> good
3: luck. I know we're, t- we're trending on Netflix right now. And by the way, I'm going straight to that Pornhub talk.
5: <laughs>
3: <laughs> and that and the Malaysian airplane. And they've got workout videos. Netflix is killing it right now. <laughs> Chris Rock. Yeah. Yeah,
2: the yeah, Chris, really Ron- a- I got to watch that Malaysian uh, airplane video. Not on the plane. Uh, no. I'm not hey, going to watch hey, that hey, on the plane. Oh, by the way,
3: I already started. It's awesome. Uh, I'm not going to yeah. watch that on the plane, though. That's yeah. a bad- no, no. Yeah. Watch Dazzle on the plane, and then, and then, uh, and then uh, go to sleep to the Malaysian. T- <laughs> 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 and, of course, The Machine, the movie, in
2: theaters May 26th. Dude, we love you. Thanks for taking the time. We'll, we'll see you when you come to St. Louis.
3: I love you guys. Thank
2: you so much. There he is, The great Burt Kreischer. <laughs> Love that guy.
5: Me too, Don. Does that mean he gets a uh, certificate cuz that's his third f- fourth? fourth fourth time, time on, the on the show. show. Oh.
2: Dang. I mean, I think for the certificate you need to be in studio.
5: Yeah, so I would say phone is what, a quarter?
2: Yeah, he gets a quarter. So maybe he gets a second time for a certificate just for being on the phone.
5: Three times. times. So a third. Yeah. A third. I like it.
2: you want to finish up crap on?
5: Yes, of course. Uh, Kevin Smith uh started smoking pot after working with who do, who do you think? Seth Roshan.
2: Oh, Seth Rogen,
5: On the movie Zack and Miri Make a Porno, but uh, Kevin recently revealed that he quit toking because he realized, quote, he wasn't really present anymore, and uh, he said that he was using it to cover a very big wound in his heart. Well, Seth Rogen was a little surprised to hear about that. He said, "Uh, I think if you come into weed late in your life, it's easier to give up. Weed, man. He says, you're an interloper. You're a tourist. It's just a phase for you. Weed, man. He says, you think you're adopting a whole thing, and years later, you're like, what am I doing? This is not me. And then he said, but it is for me. It
2: is me. <laughs> <laughs> I am. Who, I am weed. Yeah. Who, said, was it, who said that? Was that, that was the Machine Gun, Gun Kelly. Kelly. Yeah, yeah. I am weed.
5: Okay. Uh, you know what? Let's let's rock this. Let's rock this list real quick. Um, Saturday Night Live, and you were familiar with the, n- the number one on this, and yes. I was not. So we're probably going to teach you some things if you're not super familiar with the entire history of Saturday Night Live. But they've 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 had their share of controversy over the years, uh, and the ultimate classic rock website. Mm-hmm. Put together a list of what they think the twenty most controversial moments are. Now, with that, now, you know the number one. I know one. the number
2: one. I'm a huge SNL fan. Have been uh, like a, like a I, I wouldn't say I'm a historian of, of SNL, but I, I know a lot of episodes. I remember that was the only thing that played on Comedy Central for a long time. Yeah, when, yeah, uh, yeah. When I was in yeah, my reruns, in my. A lot of TV-watching days when of I was course, a kid. And, of
5: course, as you would expect, most of these are 70s, 80s, you know, kind of things that just didn't uh, live very well, you mm-hmm. know, uh, age very well. Uh, but there is one as late as 2000.
2: Okay, controversy. Uh, Elvis Costello uh, switching up the song and then being banned.
5: I don't have that. That's not top— no, Really? Uh, that's not top. I have the top seven. The whole list is up on the blog.
2: Uh, Raging Against the Machine, hanging their flag upside down. I
5: bet you that's top twenty. That's not on the list. That's not on top seven. Uh,
2: Charles Rocket saying the f word.
5: Charles Rocket, number three, drops an f bomb. 1981. The show is in reboot mode. Right after Lorne Michaels and the entire cast had quit following the previous mm-hmm. season. It was an accident, but they fired him. He's gone. That was number three. The f
2: the f bomb. The f bomb from Charles Rocket. That's right. Uh, who is it, who is in Dumb and Dumber? Uh, do you know Charles Rocco was in Dumb and Dumber? No, I don't even know who that is. Yeah, Charles yeah, you Rocca. do. He's the he's bad the bad guy. guy in Dumb and Dumber.
5: Oh, that's right. He I, was in a ton. And of You stuff. always bring this up. So he was a cast member.
2: He was a cast yeah. member, and he dropped the f bomb. Yeah, yeah. fired. Uh, Goodbye. He wound yeah. up committing suicide.
5: What? Oh, wow. Are you kidding me? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, drug drug issues, yeah.
2: right? Yeah. yeah. Oh huh. shoot. Okay, Sorry.
5: give me some more. Any any, any more? Uh, I, you know what? I'm gonna give you a name, and you tell me. Okay, go ahead. Because I bet you you're gonna know this one. Well, okay. This is the most recent one. 2000. This makes the list number seven. Ashley Simpson. No. Jimmy Fallon, Chris Rock.
2: Jimmy, Oh, uh, uh, wasn't Jimmy Fallon
5: a blackface? Jimmy Fallon impersonating Chris Rock yeah. in blackface. Okay. Interestingly, nobody even made a deal about it, nobody, until it resurfaced into, uh, in 2019, so just a few years ago. But that made top seven. That okay. happened in 2000. Do you remember mostly. Ashley
2: Simpson? Oh, yeah. That oh, was yeah, the 2000s
5: But I wouldn't say that's controversy, at least not in the tone that we're looking for in this list. If
2: you know the story, Ashley Simpson's, I guess, backing track started playing with the wrong song. And she did a jig off stage.
5: (laughs) Yeah, that was uh, more embarrassing That that was more embarrassment and controversy for her, not so much SNL. In fact, that probably helped SNL, if you think about
2: it. Okay. Uh, Okay, so so the
5: next one, I'm going to give you Nirvana. And and you may or may not remember this because this only aired once. They
2: cut out of replays. That's right. They kissed each other.
5: That's right. They uh, to, they they made out with each other. This happened in 1992. After performing on the show, the band used the night sign to send a message to any bigots or homophobes in the audience. Yep, it was
2: an anti-homophobe.
5: Where thing. where yep. Kurt, uh, Kurt Cobain, Dave Grohl, and Chris Novoselic started sucking face. Yep. Sadly, NBC censored the entire guy on guy on guy action from all reruns at reruns and the version streaming on Peacock. Yeah, like I don't said. think
2: wow. you could even find, maybe you could find it on YouTube. But I remember when that happened. Uh, give me another name.
5: Okay, uh, Conan O'Brien. You may not know this one because he was the writer. This was this was this was a writer
2: thing, Um, and it had to do with a sketch.
5: Yes, and it had to do with
2: a body part. <laughs> oh, uh, saying penis uh, that, four right. gazillion times Conan, during a sketch.
5: Conan O'Brien loves the word penis. In 1988, back when he was an SNL writer, he came up with a sketch called Nude Beach. The characters, including host Matthew Broderick, then said the word penis more than 40 times. <laughs> and it was incredibly controversial at, at, that, <laughs> at, at, at that point. So they really like uh, kind of threw it out there. Next one, Dana Carvey, number four. If you, when I tell you this, you're going to remember it. This was a 14 year character.
2: I don't know. Dana
5: Carvey's Chinese shopkeeper. Character. Oh, because oh. it was a
2: it was a caricature, like a really extremely extreme caricature of a Chinese man.
5: Yes, uh, I'm not even going to say his name because I, I, I don't Zach, right? I don't want to wade into those waters. <laughs> uh, but that that character appeared on the show seven times. They say that is number four of the most controversial. You said Charles Rocket dropping the F bomb. Yeah. Number two uh, is um, actually I never knew about this. This ran from seventy eight to eighty, and it's the Buck Henry's Uncle Roy sketches. This may be something you never heard of mm. before. Roy, this is the character, an obvious pedophile would babysit his young nieces, played by Gilda Radner and Lorraine Newman, and make them play really questionable games. Despite the controversy, the sketches were created by two female writers mm. and were a kind of a public service announcement about child abuse within the
2: family. You know what I'm surprised didn't make the top ten? or Would you have the top seven or top ten? I
5: got the top seven, though. The list on the blog, we have top 20.
2: Uh, canteen Boy. Remember Canteen Boy, Alec Baldwin was the Scoutmaster, and Adam Sandler was the Boy Scout, and it was inferred that the Scoutmaster wanted to molest. So it was similar to this. Yes. Interesting. That was very controversial. This was a
5: big one that's caused a lot of stir, apparently, in the 80s. And number one, Riz is familiar with this. I didn't know this happened.
2: Very famous sketch with Richard Pryor and Chevy Chase.
5: Chevy Chase and Richard Pryor's word association game, 1975. This was the show's seventh episode, so still a and brand is new And this Chevy thing. Chase
2: wow. says the N-word, and Richard Pryor reacts to him saying the N-word. Now, just a little refresher. It's just a word association. I'll uh, throw you out a few words. Uh, anything that comes to your mind, just throw it back at me, okay? just kind of an arbitrary thing. Like if I said dog, you'd say tree. 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 <laughs>
0: tree. Rain. Snow. White. Black. Bean. Pod. Negro. Whitey.
6: Colored.
5: Redneck. And then, shortly and then after he says that, the N-word just and goes, ooh,
2: straight and, uh, What did Pryor do? He goes, dead whitey or something. <laughs> <laughs> dead whitey. Sorry, <laughs> dead honky. Oh, something man.
5: like that. That made the number one most controversial uh, moment. You got to check out the whole list, though. It's it's pretty. pretty Sinead O'Connor
2: ripping up the Pope photo. That was a big one. Yeah. That made top. And point. there
5: was an
1: F word recently, right? Uh, Melissa Villasenor face. I yeah, think. Yeah, yeah. Was it really? her that said it? Yeah. Yeah, but Thank
5: I don't think, right. think one it, of it, the newer it, cast members. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There yeah. were First no. Show. There were no repercussions, right? No, not really. One? No. And I think it was like your mouth. Yeah, people were saying something like because nobody's watching anymore. But,
1: uh, oh, but uh, no. I think it's a little more
2: All right. Celebrities celebrating birthday today. Wolfgang Van Halen is 32. Blake Griffin, former L.A. Clipper, Detroit Piston, Brooklyn Nen, and current Celtic is 34. Lauren Graham, the mom from Gilmore Girls, is 56. Todd McFarlane. Remember Todd McFarlane from the, the, the Spawn? He was a Spawn creator. Remember something, Spawn?
5: So, yeah, something super controversial with this guy. Right?
2: Okay, no. With Todd McFarlane, he's the guy that spent $3 million from Mark McGuire's Juice induced 70th home run ball, which is, I don't know how much it's worth now, but probably not three million bucks. Todd McFarlane is uh, 62. Flav of Flav is 64. Nancy Wilson from Hart is 69. Eric Estrada from Chips is 74. Yeah. And Chuck Woolery.
5: Chuck Woolery. He's in his 90s now, right?
2: 82.
5: Oh, wow. really? Sorry, Chuck. Man. I didn't mean to. Do you remember? Age so, Chuck there, Woolery, really?
2: when he threw it to commercial, we'd be back in two and two.
5: I don't remember that. You don't remember that? Now, I never watched the show. I just saw the the, the clips
2: of it. We'll, right, well, you'll be right back in 2 and 2, and everybody's like, what the hell does that mean? It means two minutes for the commercial, plus one second out, one second in.
5: Hmm. So he's using industry terms yep. and just throwing them out there. That was we one like of those things that two. I was too young to ever see or have interest in seeing, but the pop culture references were so everywhere that I was I was familiar with
2: everything. And uh, today's porno birthday, which is being brought to you by Patricia's, where fun and fantasy meet, is Diamond Renee. And today's birthday girl has been in 47 fine films, including Black Booty Cam 11, Black Cheerleader Gangbang 4, Booty Call 3, Freaks, Hoes, and Flows 31, I've Never Done That Before 11, <laughs> My Ass is Trippin' 1.
5: What do you mean by that?
2: <laughs> Nubian Princess 2, and Who can Forget a Role in 2003's Orgy World Brown and Round. <laughs> That's a cool song. Isn't it weird doing porno birthday without the background music?
5: The whole thing, man. The whole thing. You, you, you kept me out here. I'm, I'm glad you're on the same limb.
2: Diamond Renee is 40 years old. That's your porno birthday. Those are your crappy birthdays, and that was your crap on celebrities. The Rizzuto Show. Traffic and weather. I uh, we'll take a quick break. We'll come back with some of change. your emails. Change
5: is hard. Change is scary. Change is hard. Well,
2: without doing the uh yeah, the music bed,
5: crap on celebrities. So very different. <laughs>
3: You're listening to the Rizzuto Show. Hey, Riz, happy birthday.
2: All right, welcome back to the program. It's Riz Show presented by The Fast Lane. If you missed anything on the program, uh, just wait till the podcast is released. Burke Kreischer, Craig's is Freak of the Week. We had three great ads for you. Well done, Liv, as always. Thank you. You're reading the ads for us. Uh, let's get to some of your emails. Riz Show, 1057thepoint.com, or you could send us instant feedback through the 1057thepoint mobile app. <laughs> and it's sponsored by
5: Big Dick's Brick Mailboxes, your one-stop shop for all mailboxes. Need a new mailbox.com. Why what are you laughing at me?
2: What are you eating?
5: No, oh, Nothing, man. <laughs>
2: what are you eating?
5: Swallow. Uh, peanuts.
2: Oh, a mouthful Ooh, of nuts. Yeah.
1: <laughs> man. I wanted you to say.
5: As soon as he started going, I was like, oh no, chew, chew, chew.
1: Uh,
2: this is from Jordan. Uh, I'm a 25-year-old female. I have to say, listening to Riz, Moon, and King Scott decipher modern text Acronyms. Acronyms. <laughs> Acronyms had me laughing so hard I almost peed myself. I wish I could isolate Riz saying no cap. We're such cringy dads, but in the most wholesome, hilarious way. Yeah,
5: dude, we're young, fun dads. Dude, we, we're hip, we, man. We, <laughs> yeah, no cap. It's
2: fire. Oh, man, you got so uh, much Riz. It's gross. Gross. Uh, this is from uh, Oh Anonymous. Uh, so on Tuesday's show, you talked about people using daddy and lover. As pet names for their significant others, Ugh. I recently had a couple friend that are unique in, a, in social events. Anyway, uh, used that term. The wife's birthday was the other day, and the husband made the following post about her on social media: "Happy birthday to the most amazing wife, lover, and best friend I could ever ask for." I don't think that's that bad.
5: No, that's that's that's, fine, that's yeah. in context. That's that's. Not, um, it's weird. Yeah, but it's uh, but it's also not like. The only identity. You started with
2: wife. Wife, lover, and best friend. I mean, yeah, you're, they said it's super cringy.
5: If
4: you're at McDonald's and you're like, hey, lover, can you get me a Diet Coke?
2: That sounds... That's, like,
4: that's a little... It's, a, it's a, li- that's a little... Not as bad as daddy. It's
2: not as bad. Hey,
4: daddy, get me a small fry. He
2: <laughs> said, I found the super cringy and decided to ask people at my work who don't know this couple uh, what their thoughts on it. They didn't think it was weird. The majority of the group I asked, uh, though, is five... Plus years younger than me, do you think it's a generational thing to call your significant other your lover in you public?
5: My lover? Oh, man, it seemed like it, but maybe not. Because the person that you said did it in front of you was what just a few years older than you, right? I mean, no, you... they were our age. Oh, okay, so yeah, but in our in our scene, so I don't know, man. Maybe maybe it's less of a generational thing and more of an age bracket.
1: Yeah, thing. but I remember when I was a kid, it was more of a you know the funny dad. Friend, dad, or something he said about his wife, be like, "That's my lover. Get over here." You know that kind of thing. Yeah, more
5: of a goof, like tongue and cheek. Yeah, that's how it all starts. Yeah.
1: What that's
5: are your pet starts. names
4: for your significant others?
5: Oh, just a simple babe. Yeah, or dude. That's my
4: go-to is babe,
5: dude, dude. Every once in a while, but not like in like a real, like actual term. It's it's kind of like a joke.
2: Yeah, mm-hmm.
5: but I would say I would say babe, baby. Okay.
2: Everybody knows my pet name for my wife is Sugar Smacks.
5: (laughs) (laughs) You get over
4: your Sugar Smacks.
2: (laughs) No, I don't have a pet name.
4: No, you just call her by your actual name.
2: You don't say babe or? Uh, No, I call her Meals. Like that's a, like her name short, shortened. Mm -hmm. But
4: do other people call her that or is that special with you?
2: Uh, She hates that other, if other people call her that.
5: No. So it is special. Oops. Noted. (laughs) Yeah. Because I've heard you say that so many times. Not in the context of, like, you know, being home with your shoes off talking to her or something. Like, you've said it here a few times that uh, I thought it was a safe zone, but now I know. Not a safe zone. I apologize.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I apologize. (laughs) Danger. Danger.
5: Yeah. I didn't want to do that.
2: She won't say it to you, but, you know.
5: Yeah, but now now that I know.
2: She'll say it to me.
1: I won't do it. (laughs) Yeah, I'll say, uh, I call my wife, you know, babe. Slag, wh- whistle britches, I don't know, stuff like that. <laughs> oh, my
3: God. Something nice. When
1: you call her slut, it uh,
5: makes me uncomfortable.
1: I just said slag. I didn't say that nasty Dude, thing. I did have a friend Like, that... when he talks,
2: what up, slut? I, I go, do... whoa, that <laughs> is very weird.
5: I do have a friend that would call his wife that all the time, and it really did make me uncomfortable. I and know... she was okay with it? Like, to her face, or was just, just yeah. to the no, guys? To her, to her face, to, to everybody. Like, it was like, Ew. I don't know, he thought, I mean, there's a guy that thinks he's real funny, so- it was, you know, one of those dudes is like, everything's a show.
4: Yeah. You
5: know what I mean? Like, you don't always have to put on a show in front of your friends and, and people. So I felt like it was always a part of the show. Mm. But, man, it really did bother me. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah, that's cringe. Uh, don't say that. <laughs>
2: <laughs> that's, that made me uncomfortable.
5: That's as bad that's as cringe. Lover. Yeah, no the, lo- the Lover thing.
2: Any any uh, boyfriends of yours call you weird pet names? <sighs>
4: Well, I did have one ex. We were super into Mario Kart, uh-huh. and he'd call me Goomba, like the little mushroom uh, people. yeah, yeah. Oh,
2: okay. That's not terrible.
5: I like that. Yeah, I like that. That's cute. Man, Sugar is such a good one. I just associate it with, uh, like, with- uh, The South. My, hey, Sugar. My, yeah, my, my nanny yeah. and, like, my- not I didn't have a nanny, but, like, when my parents would go to work, I'd go to the neighbor's house. Mm. So she took care of us when we were little, so she kind of like, you know, a second mom in, in this weird little way. Uh, for a brief period, and she was just one of those gals, older gals, like, oh, come here, sugar. And, I don't know, I just it's it's like a good, that's
2: a good, I like that one. Yeah, if it comes yeah. from a fat southern woman.
5: <laughs> okay, and <she's laughs> kind of exactly that. Yeah. yeah, if I'm calling you sugar in the hallway, that's a little weird. <laughs>
2: uh, this is from Team Res member John. Today, I experienced a case of road rage that I think you could appreciate. On 55 South, I was merging across traffic during rush hour, trying to get out from behind a slow semi. I squeezed into a tight spot. From my point of view, I had room, but I could see how it was seen as cutting somebody off. Typically, I would I would have thrown up the, you know, sorry, hand wave. Hey, we've all been there. Oh, sorry, hey, sorry. That's me. That's sorry, on that's me. That's on me, guys. Sorry, sorry. I would put the hand up and then point to me. Hey, that's me. My fault. <laughs> My bad. My fault. Um, but I saw this man instantly start losing his mind. He found his way into the fast lane while waving many, many, many obscene hand gestures my way to get alongside of me. Then it hit me. What would my, nay, our hero Riz do? <laughs> Knee on the steering wheel. I gave this man a solid 30-second double-handed baby. Wham! Huh? Yeah.
6: Double-handed. Oh, yeah. yeah. See,
5: I've never done that. Wow.
2: That's Let me tell one. you. Here's what happened. This man went from minority absurd overreaction <laughs> straight to uncontrollable rage. Oh, no. Situation escalated. <laughs> I could see him turn red as he climbed over his wife in the passenger seat to scream, gesture, and all other sorts of threats all along down the highway. He was swerving all over, hitting the median, Hit almost hit me at one point. Oh,
5: no. It's the baby button. The baby button is the audio version of of doing that. And when you play that, when you play that for for any of us, if it weren't for this show and just you know where we are as peaceful creatures at this point, it would destroy you. It would. What, I mean, imagine
3: yeah, what,
2: what. And he says, John says, what was comical in the moment turned a little concerning. <laughs> in the end, no harm. You know, no harm done. But heed my warning: the wah may backfire at some point.
5: <laughs> you think? <laughs> yeah. Can you imagine? I'm I'm angry, or you're angry, and then I play the baby crying. But oh yeah. In, yeah, in in visual arts. <sighs> It could crush a man. Sure, sure. Yeah, crush yeah, a man.
2: Uh, <laughs> th- th- this baby crying?
5: <laughs> <laughs>
2: <As it is. laughs> <That's
5: it>. Imagine if <laughs> you have, one of those. <laughs> uh,
2: on a more serious uh, note, uh, hey, guys, I'm a friend of one of the officers who was uh, shot in Herman. Oh, man. the oh. oh. I was hoping I could share this information. I sent this to you earlier this morning, Scott? Yeah, yeah. If you could put this up on the all the socials, please. Uh, this is an account set up. Uh, for the officers who were shot. Uh, everything helps as the families and uh, officers of have a long road ahead. So they, they left a link. We'll put it up on the blog. Um, there's also a fund being set up at People's Savings Bank, all their locations, all 11 locations. So if you could uh, you know, maybe find your way to, to donate a little money, help a little bit, it would help the family. So, yeah, please throw that up yeah. on the socials. Uh, yeah, hey, sure. gents, and Liv. Uh, just thought I would give you some sales numbers from 311 Day. I work for the St. Louis Original Pizza, the square beyond compare, right down the road from you guys, right down the stu- right down nice. all of here. So, on your average Tuesday, we'll do roughly 80 to 100 orders and make between two and three thousand dollars in sales. Which that's a lot on a t- on a Tuesday. Okay. Mm-hmm. But for 314 Day, we had over 250 orders and did just under $8,000 in sales. Yeah, people went out, Dang. got nice. themselves some, some Emo's pizza for 314 Day. Our neighboring store did over $10,000 in sales. This was our busiest day we've seen in a long, long time. St. Louis came out in force for Emo's pizza on 314 Day.
5: That's awesome. Yeah.
2: Uh, hey guys, just wanted to provide some gout information. Remember, we were talking about gout mm. the other day. Oh yeah, great. We, we learned a lot of you, things. Do that, you know, you know about gout. I know a little bit about <laughs> do gout. You know, what about do you know about gout.
4: gout? Uh, that it hurts a lot. But and what is it? It's like a thing with your toenail. Nope. When you eat s- seafood.
2: It's a. It's almost like arthritis, <laughs> and it's not seafood. It's red meat.
5: Oh. Okay. Way <laughs> off there. I think seafood can be involved.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe maybe seafood. I don't know. Can we see Well, she's from Maine, so. Yeah, that I don't think they have <laughs> meat out there. That's I we don't
4: have any cows in Maine.
2: <laughs> or chickens. Uh, I'm 24, and last year when I was 23, I got diagnosed with gout. Yeah, you were thinking toe fungus, right?
4: No, I was thinking gout. My old co-host had gout once, and it was like a big oh, deal a that morning. Thing? Yeah, it was a toe thing.
5: Calling you gout.
4: Hey. She's,
5: but she's calling
2: him gout. You said a, to- a toenail thing.
4: I don't know. I thought it was the toenail, but oh no, it's a joint. It's your it's a joint.
2: Ju- yeah, it's like yeah, arthritis.
5: arthritis.
2: That's right. It's joint.
5: Yeah. Duh. <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what so do you know t- about gout, dude? A, a guy that was touring with us had it on the road at like oh, we were probably 25, 26 years old, and uh, well, this guy was, was twenty three. Bad,
2: bad news. He said in my case, I, it was I was eating too much red meat and drinking too much beer. Yeah, that sounds about. And once you get it, it doesn't go away. Sounds about right. Like, gout can spread to any joints in your body, but most common around your feet and your knees. The attacks are not fun when you, when you get them. It feels like you broke a bone when it's severe, and, and gout can, in some cases, eat away at your joints, and more, and more uh, I guess, the attacks come more frequently. With medication, it's very easily managed, though, but uh, you can also make some lifestyle changes, like giving up bad food and drinks. That'll cause your uric acid levels to rise. That's what that's what caused it. But uh, that's from Tyler. Love the show. Three and a half out of five stars. And finally, uh, in your emails, uh, hi, guys. I heard hi. you give us a shout-out today when talking about the STL Magazine nominations, the A-list. I uh, would love to invite you guys out to the National Museum of Transportation.
5: Ooh,
1: in Kirkwood. yes. Nice. I love it.
2: I would want to go so bad. Is that Kirkwood? Because it was right down the street. It's like off it's, of Doherty Ferry. On- I, I I mean, I always thought it was in Kirkwood. Maybe, it's Barrett I, Station Road.
5: Yeah, Barrett Station and um, right. and, uh, and and Doherty Ferry. Ferry. And <clears throat> we used to go there as a kid. It was That was one of those, like, mystery gold nuggets to my childhood memory where it was like a grandparent or something would take us there every once in a while. And I always felt like it took, a, you know, a few extra minutes than going somewhere else. But I would never know where I was. I was always, like, young enough to just be like, whoa, there's planes and... And I, get to, and, and I get to ride this train, and these, there's this building with cars, and it was just so crazy. And I would try to explain it, and nobody knew it back in the eighties or nineties. And I was like, "There's this place, and they've got these. There's a big ship, and these and these jets, and 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 warplanes, and and everybody's like, what the heck?'" And then they put a ton of money into that.
2: place. Oh yeah, the place is round. I used to take my son over there. Yeah, right down dude. The street. They
5: really decked it out, made that whole new museum in the in the front. They do birthday parties, which I can't afford. Um, they do birthday parties there.
2: Well, now ask for Jessica. Yeah. Jessica's inviting you down. Now you got the inn. Now that, you got the inn. Ask for Jessica. That
5: place is wonderful. I well, love says, Any it.
2: Anytime you guys want to come, we'll get you some tickets.
5: We always oh. go on like the hottest days ever because nobody ever goes on those days. And uh we get to you get to place yourself. Oh Probably yeah. Probably not it's, anymore. It's
2: awesome. If you got little kids, or even if you just love like trains and stuff, mm-hmm. they got all these like old locomotives parked. Yeah. Um, oh that's cool. You get to walk in them. You get to walk in them and there's one yeah, this if if, cool. if they're
5: still running it, they they run one back and forth like a like no, it's not a cable car, it's like a particular type of train. Um, but it's super fun. You got kids from like I don't know three to twelve or something. It's like the zone. If you you're got kids from zone. like
2: three to forty four, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is cool kind into
4: that. <laughs> Thank
2: you, Jessica. All right, real quick, some sports. It's time for a Rizzuto Show sports update, powered by Victory Men's Health. Raise your game. Visit VictoryMen'sHealth.com. Stand. Okay, if I could find my sports.
5: Well, the Blues had an evening, It uh didn't end Where the even, hell did I put the sports? It didn't end well. <laughs> it didn't yeah, really this. start well, and it didn't, really, it didn't really middle well.
2: Oh, thanks. Oh, dude, look at King Scott. Thank you, buddy. So That's what I'm here for. I stole it, so that way I get accomplished. You, All right, uh, here we go. Well, the blues last night. See, uh, <laughs> I told you I
5: knew it was gonna be something.
2: <laughs> Remember Chris Kerber had that bet? Well, Chris Kerber lost the bet. Oh
4: yeah.
2: uh the Wild beat him over at Enterprise 8-5. It was a wrestling night. Rick Flair on hand, giving Woo! the woos. And mistake? it was it was fitting because there was some wrestling on the ice, there too. It was, yeah. They were inspired. So we almost had a goalie fight uh after the Minnesota Wilds Ryan Hartman scored to give the Wild a five to four lead. He skated by Bennington and tripped over his foot. Bennington had his back turned, so he didn't see it coming. He didn't appreciate having his leg run in two, especially after allowing the, the fifth goal of the night. Bennington made a beeline to where Hartman and his other teammates were celebrating and jammed his blocker and goalie stick into the guy's face.
5: Yeah, he popped him. He popped him. When you see it in, like, regular speed, it, you're like, whoa, my goodness, what happened?
2: Then all hell breaks loose. All hell broke loose. Uh, everybody's shoving, fighting. Uh, Minnesota goalie Mark Andre Fleury, he comes skating over. He wants to get into Bennington, but the linesman kept them separated. Boo! Yeah,
5: man. If it weren't for that linesman, it would have been a classic.
2: A uh, classic. Fleury got two minutes for leaving the crease. Hartman got two minutes for roughing. Bennington got two minutes for leaving the crease and a five-minute match penalty, and he was done for the night. And they brought in uh, Grice, and he gave up three goals. So eight to five, the final. Uh, tomorrow, the Blues are in D.C. to play the Capitals. Aaron Rodgers was on the Pat McAfee show yesterday afternoon and broke everything down about his current situation. He said as of last Friday, he had decided not to retire, and his intention is now to, quote, play for the New York Jets. And he also said based on conversations he's had with the Packers, they'd like to move on as well. So I guess they're just trying to figure all the buddy situation out. And Sounds the trade like a couple, now.
5: couple years too late.
2: I don't know when it's going to happen, but but one thing is is clear: it appears to truly be a matter of when now, not longer if. All right, that is. Oh, by the way, uh, just some college uh, basketball. Uh, college basketball today—the tournament officially starts. Number seven Mizzou plays number ten Utah State, South Region game starts at twelve forty. It's going to be on TNT. Number eight plays number nine Illinois. Number eight Arkansas plays number nine Illinois. That starts three thirty. That'll be on TV.
5: When do the Drake Bulldogs play? That—that that was the uh, the Missouri Valley Conference winner. I want to—I want to find that to because you, that because you mentioned Southeast Missouri State uh, or Southeast CMO, Missouri yeah. yesterday, and they are in the Ohio Valley, I believe. But that wasn't in our Arch Madness group. But Drake. But Dr- the Drake Bulldogs are. And, and I'm and I'm curious to see how they go. I mean, we're, we're cheering for them, you know, as far as locals or, go. You know, you know, how
2: about number one, Kansas? They play uh, number 16, Howard, at 1 o'clock on TBS, if you're a Kansas fan. All right, we'll take uh, one final break. We'll come back, and we are going to wrap her up the Rizzuto Show. All right, that is it for us. Donnie Fandango is next. Man, just like that. Boom, 10 o'clock. Olive. Flew by. Flew by. Well thank you for coming in, reading of the excess of that, asking you Thursday.
4: And it's time uh
2: particularly uh disgusting crop. Uh, this the weird. boils. The boils, the, the warts, the the farm, the plugs. Huh? <laughs>
5: <laughs> oh, my. Uh,
2: moon blog and podcast, 1057thepoint.com slash Riz.
5: Brought to you by Pappy's Smokehouse, celebrating 15 years locally owned, world-famous two locations, including Highway 70 and Mid-Rivers Mall Drive in St. Peter's. Your Pappy's Recappy is all up on the blog, starting with Riz News, and we got crap on celebrity sports, everything else we covered on the show today. Of course, Burt Kreischer on the podcast.
2: How about Burt Kreischer?
5: Freak of the Week with live. a spectacular uh, uh, head start, by the way, p- from one... Freak in particular. Make sure you get your votes in while you can uh, on our Twitter at Rizz Show. That's our social tag everywhere. A giant toxic seaweed blob is expected to hit the U.S. Find out how it could ruin your summer. The perfect nap. Those numbers are in. Uh, the average person apparently needs three pillows to sleep. See where you weigh in on all those studies. And we have the move that is now scientifically proven and across generations to be more effective than the middle finger. Don't say it. I won't say yeah, it. Don't say it. It's on the blog. 1057 the slash riz. Today the podcast title is "Taste the Boil Drainage." Okay.
6: <laughs> <laughs>
2: well, thank Yum. you all for tuning in. Hey Moon, when I'm gone, yeah, uh, make sure it's the Fastlane presenting the Riz Show. Oh, I will. I will. Which, and last, and next week is the last week. That's it.
5: Uh, you know, I think so. I think we're supposed oh, to go to the twenty seventh. We got to be done with this. Uh, I think. You know, I think it's uh, what was twenty sixth or twenty seventh.
2: Uh, I don't know.
5: <laughs> okay. Why don't you just? I'm go gonna ahead. wind up doing it forever. Why, you, you're gonna be on the beach. Just uh, brought to you by the Fastlane. Uh,
2: well, thank you all for tuning in. Um, Donnie is next. Anything else, ladies gentlemen?
5: Uh, no. Oh, Soccer 101 Podcast uh, is uh, is is up a new a new episode, and we had Nico Joachini on. He's number eleven forward for St. Louis City SC. This guy is so impressive on and off field. Uh, definitely, definitely check out the interview. He is awesome. I'm rooting for this guy. He's like a totally inspiring uh, character. Great young man. I think he's only 22 years old. Mm. Wow! But gives you a nice insight of as to what's happening at St. Louis City SC uh, for the uh, home match that, that's happening this weekend. It's gonna be it's gonna be great. So check out the Soccer One On One podcast with Michelle and myself.
1: Uh, yes, Scott. And also, I want to say uh, congratulations to the illustrator of my Christmas book. Jeff Long, he just had his first child. Hey. Oh. Yeah. Hey. Healthy baby. Baby Congrats, Long. Man.
2: That's a long baby. Sleep when the baby sleeps. Yeah. <laughs> uh, also, shout out to uh, my buddy Jim Florentine, my, my voice twin. Jim Florentine. I'm right. going to miss tomorrow.
5: Yeah, he's at Funny Bone Westport uh, tonight, two shows tomorrow, and then two shows Saturday. You no, know, shows on Sunday, so you've got to get it in tonight, Saturday, or, uh, or, or tomorrow. Uh, but yeah, he's at the Westport Funny Bone.
2: Right. Yeah, so I'm going to miss him. All right, that's it for us. Uh, we leave you with a selection from our Team Riz member today, which is brought to you by Hotshot Sports Bar and Grill. Proud sponsor, Team Riz. Visit hotshotsnet.com slash Team Riz from Bethalto, Cat Underwood. Oh, yeah, Cat. Yeah.
1: The Rosudo Show podcast, powered by Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers. Your best choice for quality tires and expert auto service. Dobbs.